broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 69 of Welcome Home, a Disney Park and Vacation Club podcast. I said park. I did a singular. Um, I'm Tom and uh, I'm here with uh, not Trevor. Trevor's actually, we just got word that Trevor has uh, gotten onto the Magical Express as we speak he's on the Magical Express. Yeah, he has landed and, and going, right? Yes. So he's, he's at Disney right now. So we don't have, uh, we don't have Trevor, but we've got Damon. And, uh, you know, as we said last episode, we're going to have some guest hosts on this time. And we decided to do something a little bit different this time. And I, I don't think we've really ever done this, Damon. I, I don't think we've had, I mean, we've had what? listeners on occasionally, but not as like guest hosts, right? I mean, no, no, definitely not. I yeah, mean, because like Ziggy doesn't count, right? Uh, like, I mean, Chad almost counts because Chad was one of our early listeners. But they're I mean, like pros at this point, right? They're, they're like, true. Yeah. I mean, Ziggy's bigger than us, so I don't know if we can say that, right? (laughs) Yeah, Ziggy gets a lot of hits on his website. So, uh, and before I introduce the two listeners that we have on today, I want to say, first of all, we got an overwhelming amount of response from you guys. Yeah, and Trevor's like a super duper stickler. So he was like, whoever (laughs) asks first is on. I don't care if we want to take other people. Whoever (laughs) asks first. So I had to actually go out of my way and I asked somebody, right? One of our guests to come on because I was like, Trevor's going to. Trevor's going to make it like that. I better start asking who I want to be on, right? So <laughs> You're the one that put it out there is like, you know, to reach out to every, you know. I did, but like I would have put it out there and then I would have been like, all right, I'm going to pick and choose who I want. But, you know, uh, yeah. well, Trevor we, doesn't allow such things, so. <laughs> well, we wanted to be fair to everybody, but, uh, you know, we did get, we really appreciate all the responses we get. Thank you. It was overwhelming. It was awesome. Um, and I'm sorry, we can't just have everybody on, but the good news is we'll probably have to do this again at some point. And, and assuming that uh, be John and Katie time. do a good job, here you know it's really up to these guys to you know i mean i'm gonna be in disney next so i I noticed that you didn't put anything for my trip though did you i see how it is you put stuff Uh, in for trevor's trip but nothing for me are you not gonna be on another episode with us before the next before your trip no i'm not gonna be oh my gosh okay well then well let's add it on then we need to talk about your trip oh my gosh okay sorry that's my bad uh that's right your trip is is like two weeks from now isn't it not even oh my gosh uh, that's my bad, man. I, I I think the holidays just snuck up on me, and I didn't realize, uh, you know, it was this, this soon. I agree. Let, let's introduce these people. Yeah, yeah, we've let everyone on too long now. Let's get them. Let's get them talking. <laughs> so we've got we've got John and Katie here. I'll I'll let John introduce himself first. Um, and and John, uh, if you've been a, a longtime listener to the show, but if you want to talk a little bit about yourself and uh, you know, anything related to your Disney fandom or DVC fandom or anything else you want to tell us about yourself. Well, I, I'm not going to like go on too long. I'm just saying I'm in the same boat as Damon. I'm actually, uh, getting ready to, um, go on a trip in two weeks, um, which is really exciting. It'll be our fourth trip this year. So, uh, we've used up our, um, points that Disney gave us when we signed on and it's been, um, it's been great. So yeah, I'm excited to be a part of the show. I own an animal kingdom. Uh, we own 120 points, which, for my wife and I is perfect. So, wait. So, are you going to be there when I'm there, or no? Yeah. Um, okay. And actually, I think I was telling telling you guys that I'm actually in the eight night trip. Um, the eight nights that we're there, we're staying at five different resorts. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that because that's crazy. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it in a few. But I, I yeah. the the five different resort things is crazy to me. But sounds awesome. Yeah. I I would love to do that. <laughs> 
Well, you have a kid, so I, I completely yeah, understand why you would. Nightmare. Wouldn't. Nightmare. <laughs> um, anything else you want to tell us about yourself before we introduce Katie? No, not really. I, I live in balmy uh, Batavia, New York, which is outside in between Rochester and Buffalo. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. So it's, it's freezing right now and I'm looking forward to being in the Florida sunshine. If it makes you feel any better, John, here in North Carolina, Damon and I are both freezing as well. So yeah, freezing <laughs> at like a fi- at 50 degrees though, but That's we're right. still cold. <laughs> uh, so we also have Katie on as well. Katie has been a listener for a long time as well. And, and Katie, uh, has, has written to us a couple times here. So, uh, Katie, please tell us about yourself. Hey, everybody. Uh, I am Katie. I'm the wolf trainer that works at Bush Gardens. Uh, I gave Damon and his family that tour. Um, while I'm at it, I should probably cover my own butt and say that I am here as a Disney fan and DVC member and not as a representative of Bush Gardens or SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment. And any and all things I say are my opinion and not the parks. Uh, my family owns at Saratoga Springs. And my mom is kind of best resort, right? (laughs) I I like it. It's not my favorite, but um, the best resort to own points at. Let's just go with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my mom kind of always ran that stuff for my family, and uh, she passed away earlier this year. So now that's kind of my charge, and I've actually learned a lot about managing points from listening to the show. So that's been super helpful. That's shocking. You learned something from the show. I, and, I did. And, <laughs> and I will say that Katie's actually absolutely wonderful. It was great to meet her in person. It was just super nice. And again, so when I had the opportunity that we were bringing on people, that was the first person I thought of. Aw, gee, thanks, Damon. Cool. <laughs> Plus, you have like the craziest, interesting job ever, too. I mean, I mean that that's true, too. Way cooler yeah, than what any of us do. I mean, that's, that's really cool. So, um, but yeah, no, thank you guys for coming on. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah, me too. I love Disney. So <laughs> we do too, a, John. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you guys have made a podcast but, about it. Go figure. Yeah, but you know what? The, the, Tom's going to start out with all the boring stuff, right? We got to talk about numbers first, right? Well, talk about money. I mean, that's not boring. Money's important, right? I, I'll, I'll tell you though, as a Saratoga person and, you know, as somebody that always has made fun of Animal Kingdom people and their dues, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Like, there's not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of making fun of anymore at this point. I, you know, but Animal Kingdom's dues have never been all that bad, I thought, but, you know. Yeah. You were talking about there being the being high or being low? No, being high. I've always, it's yeah. always been nice because I've always been making fun of those Animal Kingdom people. Like, well, look at your dues, though. But now it's like, whoa, Saratoga. Like, <laughs> it's I got don't the know. We're, we're creeping up there now, right? You got to take care. Yeah, of those we animals. took a hit. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I, uh, you know, I'm especially after last year. So last year was a bloodbath, right? I mean, this the dues went up high th- this year. Um but for next year for 2020, the dues have just come out, proposed dues. Let's say proposed cuz they do still technically have to get approved at the DVC meeting, uh at the condo association meeting. So these are proposed dues. But um you know, I own a Bay Lake and Animal Kingdom. My dues are going up 2.78 for Bay Lake and 3. Point what one three percent for Animal Kingdom? That's not bad. It's doable, you know. No, that Riviera number though is is looks a little hurtful because that's kind of what I was looking to buy points at next. And I'll be honest with you, that that does that that number hurts a little bit. Really high dues, yeah. I, yeah, too high. What is that all about? Do we not know what that's about? To Katie or John, do you guys know what that's about? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, is it just the newness of it, or is it all the amenities that they're going to have as well? 
Well, I think what happens is a lot of times with these new resorts that they have them high to start out with because they don't really have a base of what they think the expenses are going to be. So they estimate them and they go a little bit higher on it just in case. Uh, so I mean, and it, you know, they're, they're technically, this has it going down a little bit. Um, but you know, they're pretty much, yeah, if we want to go out three decimal places, right? Yeah. By some, yeah, exactly. It's going from $8 and 31 cents a point to $8 and 31 cents a point. So there's obviously some decimal places after that where it's going down, but, um, but yeah, no, I think they tend to overestimate these on the, on the front end. And then, you know, they, they, it can go down later. That's definitely a possibility. So. For, for what? Let's, so let's talk about Saratoga. Saratoga is actually one of the bigger increases at, at over 5%, 5, 5.64%. Yeah. Again, like it's been this debate about where I want these next points, but I, I truly think that it's going to be at Riviera. I, I don't know why. I just, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards, but I'm not a big Polynesian fan. Like it was okay. But then again, we were there for, you know, the incident, which kind of mars it for life at this point. Um, Oh, yeah, I forgot that you guys were there for that. Yeah, so I would say that that probably, you know, takes a little bit of uh, the, you know, a little bit away from it. So, sure. I mean, if I wasn't going to do that, I mean, Copper Creek, I don't know. I think I'm going to be still at Riviera with my $8.31 dues. But, you know, again, <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, how many points do I really have to have before this becomes a problem? I mean, at 50 points, $2, you're talking 100 extra dollars over, you know, another resort. Do I, I mean, do I care for a hundred dollars a year, $10 a month? Yeah. No, not really. Well, that's even, even the, the large increase from last year to, to this year was, you know, it's still not that much. I mean, like money wise. Now for some of the people out there that have like 800 points, yeah, I'm sure it was a pretty large increase. But if you have 800 points, like you're probably good. Yeah. You probably can afford that. You're probably good already. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, um, John, Katie, what do you guys think about these, uh, these increases? I know you guys have different resorts, so I, I don't know. Well, I you mean, have honestly, Animal Kingdom, John, so. Yeah, honestly, like, I kind of, last year was my first year paying dues. I'm like, you know what, for what, for what we get out of it, it's not bad, but honestly, and we, we paid off our loan already, so it's, to me, it's kind of like the cost of going there. I don't necessarily mind unless I see like a three or four percent jump and I'm gonna be like, what are they doing? <laughs> So, but honestly, I don't mind it. And we've only stayed there once in the, in the five trips that we've made. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Maybe we should get into this now. What are the five different resorts you're staying at, John? And how did this come to be? I, I know we're not really, we don't have this on the agenda, but I feel like I well, need to know about this. Okay. So when we go, we leave, we leave the Friday after Thanksgiving. So pretty much what ended up happening was I wanted to make a change. Earlier, you know, right around the seven month window, I called member services. Something, the, the one complaint I have about DVC is their system is kind of antiquated as far as like making changes. Like it required me to do it along with the cast member. So long story short, I've had to do a bunch of modifying and I'm one of those members that looks at the inventory all the time. In fact, our first, so we're, we're staying cash at pop. Friday night. Then we moved to Bay Lake. We have a theme park view one night and a lake view the other night just because we wanted. So wait, is that included in your five different ones or is your, (laughs) that's one internal move? No, no. So it's, so it's pop Bay Lake, um, Saratoga, Jumbo, and then OP West because 
Uh, it happened the last night we're there. The president is going to be over at the Grand Floridian, and I really love the Poly, so we booked one night at the Poly, and I that's the day that we leave, and we leave right around 4 o'clock, and I wanted no part of the traffic. <laughs> I wanted just no part whatsoever. I thought it was going to be horrible. Um, Probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. <laughs> Probably a good call. Yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like I've been like – it, it was funny. We were at a swim meet at N- NC State <clears throat> where one of the – I think Hillary Clinton was speaking at that point, and it was like a disaster. So I, I can fully understand that. I would I would have made that call as well. So, I yeah, that's that's that was a good call. <laughs> so I, you well, know, it, sounds, I, it sounds like I, you have an interesting trip coming up, John. That's I, I be would quite like a- to do that, but I think like maybe me and the boys could do that. I will literally wear the same thing every day at Disney and not really <laughs> care all that much. Welcome home but, polo. That's what, yeah. exactly at the polo. I would maybe wear the polo. You know, the only problem with the polo, Tom, it's not like it's not very like welcome home right in your face. Yeah, that's true. Right. So maybe I'd wear it's subtle. It's too subtle, I think, for an everyday. Plus, who wants to wear a polo every day? I would wear a t-shirt and shorts every day and not have a problem. But I would then could move resorts like you know would be no issue. But the family would not be my my daughter and my wife with their you know 300 outfits and this that and the other thing they would not be too keen about that my, my wife is one of those people like when we get there she's got to unpack everything like i don't need oh, to don't use do the that. drawers yeah, like do why that. do i need to use the drawers like i don't need to use the drawers like it, it's okay like i'm okay pulling stuff out of the suitcase but that's not the case so I, it would be tough i've always said i'd like just to do two resorts and i can't even get that like they're not on nobody's on board for that I can get on board for like a two resort, but I think even a five would be rough for me. But I'm like Damon. I can live out of my suitcase just fine. Heck yeah. Speaking of that, like, I don't know who's been in November. I don't even know what to bring. Like, I feel like I have to like double pack this time oh, yeah. because like, I mean, who goes to the park in jeans? That's number one, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to go in jeans. I'm, I'm thinking I can still pull off sweatshirt shorts. I, I, I'm hoping. But I've never been in November, so I don't know. Well, I, I can tell you this much. I went in January with my in-laws, and it was warm one moment. And then next thing you know, I'm giving my jacket to my mother-in-law because she's cold. And this woman is a perpetual hot flash. So, <laughs> but, but but is it is it cold like jacket cold or is it cold like normal human being sweatshirt cold? We were walking back from... Um, Epcot to uh, Boardwalk, and I was freezing. I like it was jacket cold because it was so windy. And you had pants on. Jeans, uh, I had shorts because okay, I didn't short. think I needed pants. Okay. I, yeah. I just don't know. Like I, I've been again. I don't necessarily have to worry about too much else. I just can't think that jeans are comfortable. But then I think about like wearing like even like you know fancy sweats. I guess I'm going to have to go with, like, you know, Adidas soccer pants. I think that's what I'm going to go with because I think sweats are just, mm, no, no, not so much. Um, so I think I'm going to go soccer pants, I guess. I've been in January as well, and I'm pretty sure I bought jeans and a sweatshirt there because you were so I, cold. Yeah, I figured it would be warm enough, and then it was really rainy and cold and wet. See, yeah, you're, I've you're done me December before. I've never done... November. So, but I mean, it, usually I feel like when we went in December, it was warm during the days. Like it was, you know, mid seventies, high seventies during the day. And then once it got dark, it would get chilly. It would get like sixties. 
But that was he's not really chilly. No, it's not for me. I'm the guy that wears shorts and, you know, in in 40 degree weather. So, I mean, (laughs) I I usually am not cold. I'm always warm. So it doesn't bother me. But I know, you know, for some people it would. I mean, we went swimming at night in December. So, you know, I don't know. I guess it just depends on your tolerance for cold. No, that is true. That is true. We, we did already get distracted about these. Always do. Always do. Always do. <laughs> well, so we could, we could talk about, we could say the lowest increase is going to be for Copper Creek, um, Polynesian, uh, and Riviera, which makes sense. The, the three newest resorts, they're not going to need as much money for maintenance. Um, so, you know, that's, that makes sense why they're, they would be a little bit lower. Um, you know, it, a lot of the increases are the same reasons for the increases as last year. And that's, um, increase in, you know, wages for the cast members, which I, I think we said on this show last time. I, you know, I'm, gl- I'll gladly pay a little bit more money for the people that make my vacation, you know, as corny as it is to say, make my veg- ma- uh, magical vacation, uh, you know, a good one. I-, I want them to make a living wage and I'm okay with that. I'm okay to pay a little bit more for that. And, you know, it, it, DVC said in the past, and you can look at this, you can see this in your, you know, in, in your statement. I mean, it, 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 they tell you everything they spend money on. About 75% of your dues go to paying employees, giving them benefits, all that kind of fun stuff. So Katie, did you want to say something? I'm sorry. I was just going to say I'm all for supporting a living wage. I'm, I'd much rather see that than some other reasons they could raise prices. So exactly. As opposed to just, you know, a profit, right? <laughs> like I'm all for exactly. that. If it's going to make those cast members, uh, you know, a, a little bit, uh, able to, uh, you know, have, have some nicer things and, you know, uh, find some housing in Orlando, which I know is a, an issue down there. So. Um, so let's see what else we got here. What else can we say about this? Um, the mo- modest increases were at beach club, uh, boardwalk, you know, those are older resorts. Um, and apparently there was a decrease in property taxes there too. So that's, that's good. Um, but you know, again, you can see all these budgets online. Uh, you can go check those out, but does anybody else have any, any thoughts about this before we uh, move on to the next topic? Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm glad my dues are only going to go up 3% and I think it was what, like 2% for Bay Lake. Bay Lake, part of the reason why we bought Bay Lake, by the way, is cause they, cause of the lower dues at Bay Lake. Uh, it's one of the places that has, you know, uh, lower dues and they don't tend to go up that much. So it really is irrelevant though, unless you really have a ton of points to be honest with you though. Yeah. yeah at a couple hundred... Go ahead. Sorry, Katie. I just said that's true. Yeah. I, at a couple hundred points, you're not, you know, it's not going to hurt that bad. I, I, I think of my friend's uh, parents who have like 800 points and I'm like, Ooh, that probably smarts for them. But Outside of that, like you said, if you, if you're, you know, you got a couple hundred points, it's, it's a little bit more, you know. I mean, at 800 points though, you know, again, you're talking what, a hundred bucks a month, which I mean, sounds like a lot, but if you have 800 points. Yeah, I know. I don't even know if they have 800. That's just what I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah. The the only thing I will say is though, you know, the more and more I look at these charts and, and again, while I may buy Riviera just because I think to myself, I don't really care where I'm at. Like, it just doesn't matter to me anymore. Yeah. I, I know Trevor's like all about the Polynesian, but you know, I'm just, I, I really just don't care. Like, I, I don't want to stay at Pop. No disrespect to John. I get you're staying there for cash. I would never, right? Like, you really couldn't pay me to stay there ever again. I stayed there <laughs> once and that would never happen again. But that all being said, out of this list, I really don't care. I really don't care where I stay. Like, we were just having this discussion with our friends who they're going to be at Animal Kingdom this time and we're going to be at Saratoga. And, um, I just don't care. It really doesn't really matter. You're at Disney. Yeah. I'm sleeping. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not doing a photo shoot. It's, it's okay. So yeah, I, I, get I, 
I, I guess that, you know, is why some people do pick that, like you're saying, you're picking Bay Lake Tower because of the lower dues. I mean, I guess if you can save money just to save money and you don't care, then it's not a bad idea. Well, and I'm, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, John. No, I was just, I was just going to say my rationale behind pop is because it was kind of an unexpected gift where my wife got off that day or got off that day. So I'm like, Hey, let's make the most of our annual pass. Cause I am all about the value of the annual pass. And yeah, I still couldn't have done it. I would have paid like that extra 50 bucks and stayed I, at like Caribbean. Well, the other option is, yeah, I could stay at Caribbean beach for, you know, 70 bucks more, which I'm trying to convince the wife to do it. <laughs> we're, we're kind of running at the zero hour and I don't honestly mind it. So I've always yeah. wanted to stay at Port Orleans. It's okay. I, I, but, I just but, have heard good things. It seems like a really cool place. So, but, but you know, my feeling, I love right? Port Orleans. Yeah. Oh, it's, really? and, and the food's good yeah. there too. Yeah, food yeah, good. really good food. So you've yeah. stayed there before, Katie? I have, um, in Riverside. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really, really nice. I'm not as into French Quarter personally, but Riverside is just very lush. It reminds me a lot of Wilderness Lodge. It's just really relaxing. Oh, that's one of my favorites. So I do. Like that's Wilderness. my number one favorite is Wilderness Lodge. I'm right there with you, Katie. I love Wilderness Lodge. It's gorgeous. Um, I, I wish I owned a Copper Creek. That that the next purchase I make will be Copper Creek. So, but why? Right, I go back and I ask that question. Uh, no, why? you're not wrong. Why? We we had this discussion before, right? It's the home resort, you know, question. Is and a lot of people will say buy where you stay, right? But or where you want to. Here's stay, here's but, the real question: Are you going to buy resale? Yeah, yeah, I'll buy resale. That's the only reason I haven't bought Copper Creek yet is because there's not a lot of Copper Creek out there. And I mean, there is occasionally there's some Copper Creek because it's Wait, so how new. Many, how many points are you going to buy? I don't know. We'll see. I probably don't need that much more, to be honest. Maybe 50 I'd, I would go after. I, what does that point. put you at? 220 That would put me at 260 Okay, so I have to have 265 Got you. I'm just making little <laughs> notes for myself. That's all. I just want to make sure I have my own notes over yeah, here. Just, yeah, just make sure that you're... No, I, I'm not buying anytime soon. We're, we're good with the points we have for, for now. But I'm I just think, saying in the future, I, we'd love copy. I'm going to tell you what I think I'm going to end up doing, as crazy as it sounds. I'm just going to keep my payment just currently running the same, right? So whatever, however many points I can get, you know, plus dues to equal out what I'm currently paying on my loans now, once those loans go up and I'm just going to keep doing that forever. And I'll just, just keep forever, whatever man. that payment is. I think I pay like, gosh, was it three? Let's call it like three. It's not three fifty. It's less than that, but let's just call it three fifty a month. I'm just going to keep paying three fifty a month forever. And that's however many points that will get me. I'll just keep rolling with it. Well, you already got it budgeted, right? So yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. There. Like, why not? Well, speaking speaking of buying at the Riviera, uh, Damon, uh, the next topic we have. Look at that professional. Yeah, it's a little transition. irrelevant for me, though, right? It makes me mad to even talk about it because I'm not going to be done in enough time to actually do this. Plus, I'm not buying that many. That's true. Yeah, the minimum really here is 125. But um, so for those that don't know, uh, this time of year is tends to be a little bit slower uh, anyway with DVC sales. So, um, that's why we're, we're, well, and plus, you know, it, it, there are some people that are saying that Riviera is maybe selling a little bit slower because of the resale restrictions, which is definitely a possibility. Um, but now through December 16th, a Disney vacation club is discounting, um, the cost of points uh, by as much as 10% at Riviera and more than tw- at about 20% at Alani. Believe it or not, Alani, despite being out there for what, more than 10 years now, something like that. Um, they are still selling points at Alani, which, you know, makes sense because most people are not, you know, traveling out to Hawaii every year. They're traveling to the parks and so a lot of people are not buying there. Um, but so they're offering some incentives and this is not unprecedented. Uh, you know, DVC did this with Copper Creek. They've done this, you know, 
a bunch of times. This is nothing, you know, new here, but, um, basically based on the amount of points that you get, um, if you're a new buyer, uh, you can get a credit, you know, a credit back, or, uh, if you're an existing member, you can get a certain amount of credit back. And so for 125 points, and this is obviously only if you buy direct, uh, there's not really a lot of resale Riviera out there anyway, but if you're an existing member, you get $500 credit for 150 points, you get a thousand as a new buyer, 1250 as an existing member. So there, and you know, it goes, it goes much higher. Obviously if you buy 250 points, you get 4,500 new buyer, uh, 5,000 as an existing member. So there's a lot of, a lot lot of stuff here what do you guys think of uh, of this damon i I know this if they still had this when you were ready to buy though you're not going to buy that many points though so this really doesn't i might have to now because you're you're talking this nonsense about 270 points i may have to go 125 but listen i'll be honest with you 500 is is not pushing any buttons for me either way if i was buying 125 points what is that 100 that's a lot of money it's over twenty thousand dollars. um yeah pretty much over 20 grand yeah, exactly. Do I really care about five hundred dollars for you at that point? Yeah. No, right. I really don't like. I mean, listen. I would take it if it's if it's handed to me. I'm not saying that that wouldn't be the case. But is it going to make me change when I'm going to purchase? It is not. You know that that's the thing. New buyer credit. You know, five thousand dollars or two hundred and fifty points. I mean, that sounds good. But then you think about <laughs> that's a lot of money, right? That's like, gosh, that's eighty, ninety thousand dollars, right? Like. So anyway, I, I I would look towards this if I was buying new, if I had no points and I wanted my card and, and all that, this is definitely somewhere good to look at. I thought these numbers seemed really impressive until you actually did the math there. And yeah, that's that's not much of an incentive for me. Yeah, I think it works if, if you're going to buy those points somewhere else and you go, hmm, I'll take $500. And here's the question. You know, this sounds crazy, but is it $500 a gift card back in my pocket I can use as cash while I'm there? Or is it just $500 off my loan? While it doesn't seem like it should make any sense at all, it really does, right? Because if you're going to give me $500 while I'm on a trip, that is a bigger deal than giving me $500 over the course of 10 years. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't have thought about it that way, but that would definitely sway my opinion a little bit. And I mean, honestly, they had this type of re, um, this, uh, type of deal when we bought in at, um, at Animal Kingdom. And we honestly chose in, uh, they had it at Copper Creek when we chose to buy at Animal Kingdom. And honestly, like for my wife and I, we just looked at the cost of studios because like we're not staying at a w- one bedroom anytime soon. So I mean, you know, next contract I buy will be resale and, it's one of those things where I'm going to look at, you know, the cost per point as far as like, you know, where my next home resort will be. Yeah. And I, I think that's the most important thing for a lot of people is, is the cost per point. But, uh, you know, cause we talked about, again, it's the, the buy where you want to stay thing. And, and I'll never forget, Damon, you said to me, I, I initially had said that I, I would buy where I want to stay. And then you were like, but you said you never stay at your home resort. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I, I never do stay at my home resort. I stay everywhere else. But this is the second time I'll be staying at Saratoga, by the way. The second time in the history of you owning DVC that you're staying at Saratoga. Yep. Yeah. So we, and, we and only I, stay at Animal Kingdom because, you know, so then the flip side of that is my friends always stay at Animal Kingdom and they're Animal Kingdom. They always book 11 months out, right? So because this was the holiday, this is where it works. So they were able to get where they wanted to stay, which is Animal Kingdom. I mean, I don't know if that's, I'm assuming that's where they wanted to stay, but that's where they booked at 11 months and that's what they got. And again, because we travel with them, we could not because it was Thanksgiving. We had to wait. We had to book our Saratoga and then try to get into Animal K 
Kingdom and we couldn't. So, you know, if you're looking to go during the holidays and you're really concerned about where you want to stay, I, I guess it makes a difference. But then why not just do your holiday trips at your home resort anyway? It just, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I don't know if John and Katie, if you guys have any thoughts about the stay by where you want to stay thing, but I mean, it sounds, it sounds like you guys have stayed. I mean, obviously John's staying at 8,000 different places on his next trip. So obviously he doesn't necessarily believe that, but, um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how you feel about Katie, uh, the idea of buying where you want to stay or if you just stay wherever you want or. Uh, I think my parents ended up buying Saratoga because it was just available at the time and it was the cheapest one. We, really haven't stayed there that much. Um, I think we've stayed at Boulder Ridge more than anything else. Like that's our favorite resort nice. and there hasn't been a huge demand to get in there. Um, we haven't really had any problem getting in there cause we tend to go in the off season. So, uh, I'm, I'm all for, I guess, like I kind of like to buy into Wilderness Lodge probably at some point, but as long as I can get in there, I don't really care. I'm not really trying to go at high traffic times. I get enough experience at a theme park on July 4th. I don't need that anymore. <laughs> That's true. And, and I will say, I will say this, like typically when my wife will travel, when we, this is what we talked about before we bought DVC is, you know, we're going to go when the, the cheapest points are to, to maximize our points. The only exception is we went, um, we took my nephew who graduated high school this year, uh, around the 4th of July. So like the Polynesian came open at seven months. We snatched it because we figured prime location, you know, this is, you know, going to be a triple of a lifetime for him. So that's what we decided to do. Understandable. I'm just, I'm just, I'm shocked at the next thing that Tom's going to talk about. Beignets has like, it's literally like a page on our sheet about the rundown. I, <laughs> I'm just laughing thing. about we it got, now as, as I'm looking about, at it. Uh, the Riviera declarations. It's more Riviera. The, I, I know. I'm just looking at the beignets. I figured you'd want to talk about free food. I, I just, you know, I assume that that was the. Well, the I, I, <clears throat> I would have if there was like a section about my upcoming trip, but you know, again, because I mean, there's not, you know, oh, right. what am I going to do? <laughs> Maybe it well, should fit right in before the beignets. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Well, I want to, you know, we have the this nice transition uh, from from Riviera points to talking about Riviera declarations. So, for those that don't know, and we've talked about this on the show before, the way the DVC works is that you know, there's especially well, not especially, but when a, a resort is being sold, there's only a certain amount of rooms that are actually available. And by rooms, I mean you know, there's only a certain amount of points that are out there, and a certain amount of rooms that are available to DVC members to use their points with. And as they sell points, they declare more inventory, uh, and that opens up more rooms for members to be able to book. And so, you know, you could be having a hard time booking Riviera and then all of a sudden a bunch of rooms have been declared and now, uh, there's, there's availability to you. So, um, on October 4th, actually, uh, DVC declared more, uh, vacation homes for Riviera. Um, so, and this was the, the first declaration since they began sales. So this is good. So, you know, sales are moving along here. Um, this is, uh, this declaration contains 616,000 points, you know, give or take. Um, and so this is uh, about 28% of the resort now has been, is, is able to be booked. So think about it this, this way. Only, uh, DVC members can only use their points, uh, for about 28% of the, of the inventory at this point. So, um, 
and, and that's that's you know it really twenty percent of the of the of the actual uh, points. But uh, so a lot of these rooms are only available for cash now. They're you know people renting them out as cash, uh, and, and I so think people get all bent out of shape about that, right? Like that's oh, people do, that- yeah, people do absolutely. <laughs> they're like, I don't understand why I go on the website and there's you can I can rent it for cash, you know, I could pay cash for it and not points, right? Yep. So. So this is a good thing. This is more availability to people if you want to book it. And, you know, we talked about they have some cash deals out there right now, too. I think DVC, it's like 40% off. You could get it for cash deals uh, up to a certain time, too. So if you want to go check out the resort. But um, I, I think it was good to, to mention this because, you know, there's more availability now. So anybody anybody plan? Oh, Katie, you want to, you want to say something? You want to... I just want to say it makes me weep that they opened up 15 two-bedroom villas and Three new studios. <laughs> Give us studios. Yeah, That's I all. get it. I get it. Are you your studio? Uh, you're you're somebody that always does studios, Katie. Uh, it's preferable. I, we would usually do like my parents would get a studio, and my husband and I would get a studio. Um, but we've also done like one bedroom, two bedroom kind of stuff. But my husband's kind of a night owl, and. Like, my dad tends to go to bed a little bit earlier, so, like, we just rather have two studios if we could, but it usually doesn't work out that way. I understand that. I'm all about going to bed early. This is, uh, this is, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we, so when we stay outside of Disney, what we've been doing, because the boys are a little bit older now, is we've been getting two rooms, but it's just prohibitive at Disney. Like, I can't do that. It's too expensive. But when we, like I said, when we stay other places, we're like, you know what? I, I can't deal with them anymore. I'm trying to go to bed, and they'll stay up until, like, one o'clock, so... Yeah, I, I, the only thing for me, I, I'm, I, I don't see anything about the tower studios in there, um, which is something I would love to, to take part in at some point. But, uh, you know, those little, and John, and sounds like a place that John would, would probably be, would dig, right? Is, is one of those tower studios. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I would like to stay at one of those at one point, but I just don't know if it's ever going to happen. Cause now that I have my daughter, you know, every time we go to Disney, it's like some family member wants to come with us. So. We're pretty much done doing studios at this point. It's going to have to be all one bedrooms going forward. But who wants to come with you? Grandparents, man. All the grandparents want to come. And they don't get their own room? I mean, they have, I mean, they could if they want to, but I mean, why, why get your own room if I, you know, could get a bigger room and they could stay with us? It's built in uh, babysitting, Damon. Yeah, no. (laughs) My parents get their own room when they come. Yeah, I mean that that's probably going to happen at some point, but we usually offer to put 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 them up, you know, and have them come with us. So, but anyway, you want to talk about free beignets? No, I don't because it's stupid. What? Is this? <laughs> what? Free food is not stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Thank you. <laughs> I was very excited that. when I it, read it, about this. If it yeah. was a line item, it wouldn't be stupid. But the fact that there's one, two, three, four, and like there's there's a lot under here about beignets. Well, you know, so it's it's not necessarily a lot about it. So you, they're not. Let's call it. I, I put free in parentheses on here, right? Because it's not really free. It's free with a purchase of of a of a fancy drink that costs fifteen dollars, right? So, but still, I mean, you know, while you're enjoying your drink, you can have do, a beignet. I do love beignets. Free. You can have a plate of beignets for free. I, I agree. I, I do love beignets, but there's a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about beignets. That's living the dream, though. Yeah, right. Ah, cra- if it was crepes, maybe it would be living the dream. Listen, wow. the beignets are good, but crepe, right? Crepe. <laughs> I, I can honestly say that, like, the first trip that my wife and I made for my 40th birthday, 
was basically at um, Port Orleans French Quarter. That's where we stayed. And the highlight of our trip, well, one of the highlights of our trip was the last day while we were waiting for the Magical Express to take us back. We went and got beignets. And so, like, my wife actually mentioned, <laughs> in, like, our eight-day trip going for beignets, I'm like, do you realize we'd have to, like, take an Uber or go out of our way? Like, she's slowly getting the idea that to get around property, it takes <laughs> a really, really long time to, like, you know, get around places. That is the thing with this, right? So you need to get these. It's not at a DVC resort. It's at the, it's at Port Orleans French Quarter, which we were just talking about. Um, so that it recently reopened. And, and one of the things they're doing is they're giving pass holders and DVC members free beignets with the purchase of a, a cocktail. So, so to your point, yeah, that's a lot of wasted Disney time, right? Just traveling to French Quarter. But I mean, if your Disney trip is about food, I mean, like, that's true. If I, yeah. I wish I was able to talk about my Disney trip, but you know, I mean, we're, it's not, it's, it's on not, the agenda. it's not in the rundown I, I anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the rundown, but you know, I'm, it's okay. I'm putting it on there right now. Damon's trip, it's right there. <laughs> it, is it is it coming before the Christmas stuff? We could do it right. We could do it right now if you want. Let's talk about your trip. Let's do it. All right, let's talk about my trip. I'm, am I getting free beignets on my trip? When I don't this, know. Are you going to get some free beignets? I think you should. I want to go get some beignets. I've heard they're good. Over you know, there, so. the thing is, I don't really drink though, right? So for yeah. me to have to get a drink to get beignets would be a little counterproductive, right? That, that's the dilemma that I have. Um, so my trip, yes. When am I actually going? I'm going on the 27th. <laughs> Should probably know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my wife does make all the plans, right? Cause I'm not good with that plan making. So we're going on the 27th and I think we're coming back the third. There's actually going to be a few people down there. John's going to be down there, right? Yeah. So we will be down there, uh, for Christmas. We've never done Christmas and I think that will be fun. Actually, the thing I'm probably most looking forward to is that tree the with the christmas tree um trail or some nonsense like that oh yeah the christmas tree yeah yeah absolutely yeah and that's when we stay at saratoga that is one of the the things and actually we talked about it damon i'm going to be at saratoga the day you leave so i'm expecting ah. to find you and get my hat ah yeah well if it's the day i leave that's going to be tough you have to find me before then so that th- this hat thing like I-, I have this discussion with my kids as well like <laughs> it and-, and katie has the 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 off brand hat like her hat like wait Tom did you ever send her another one or no like yeah first... so he did Katie, okay Katie got a factory defect <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing it's actually kind of funny because it, it it's actually kind of cool it's it's an original original at that point right that's right my uh, my friend actually pointed out that the microphones the tops of them actually look like little flying saucers flying above mm-hmm. the castle. There you go. <laughs> it's pretty great. You have alien think, invasion. Welcome home. That's right. Which I think one of the initial comments when the new logo came out and my eternal effort to always provide snark on every Disney uh, board I'm a part of, I made a comment about it. Oh, see, you know, it's, it's tough to do a logo. It is. I actually like, Again, I know not everyone was on board with it. So one of my friends that works at Marvel did that. So just so just so everyone's aware of where it came from, it wasn't done in somebody's <laughs> like garage, right? Like it was done by somebody that works at Marvel, by the way. Um, I actually thought it came out nice, but the more and more I see it, it definitely has grown on me a little bit. But see, you know, that's just what it is. All right, so back to my trip. But yeah, back to your trip. Sorry. Um, I mean, it will be fun. We're doing the Christmas party. You know, I've seen some. I saw a post today about some lady that brought a, got a hundred cookies at the Christmas party. Did you see that post? And she laid them out on her bed like a Christmas tree, and like, like she, people were losing their mind, picking up cookies like and yeah, shoving them in cookies. her bag. People like... were losing their mind. I, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. And from what I've learned from these parties, 
I am not going to wait in line for any crazy character nonsense. I am just going to enjoy the party, which is not what I did at the Halloween party, and I refuse to do that again. So that being said, this trip is going to be a little different for us. I'm going to be staying up later, um, which doesn't make me all that happy, but I've been told that that's what I'm going to be doing. So we actually have some reservations at the cantinas, like 8.30 at night or something. I probably would have been asleep by then. So <laughs> That seems like be- a good time to go, though, because it is a bar, right? I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this trip is going to be more about food for me. So we have not seen Toy Story Land, um, which will be, I guess, interesting, but I'm not like chomping at the bit for it. And, you know, Star Wars, it's disappointing that we'll be gone by the time Rise of the Resistance opens. You never got the hookup, huh? I haven't asked yet because, you you know, (laughs) here's the thing. It needs to be finished and people need to be going through it before I can ask because there's nothing to ask for unless people are actually going through it, right? I can tell you the the trip I was initially supposed to – my last day was supposed to be the fifth and then they announced Rise of the Resistance opening and I pleaded with the wife because I am a Star Wars fanboy uh, to basically let me (laughs) add two more nights to the trip, so – yeah, my yeah. kids are in high school, so they were they're mad at me already. Like, not only are they in high school, but my son's got a swim meet in Charlotte over, you know, in that part of the state right when we get back and he's not happy with me either. So, there's a lot of unhappy kids. <laughs> Again, we're all going to Disney. I want to go. Why? Cuz I have a swim meet. Cuz I have school. Cuz I have this all valid reasons. So, I can't really be upset about them. But anyway, so we're we're leaving that day. If it is open, I'm going to try my hardest to get in, but Again, I'm going to tell you something. As I've gotten older, I don't really care so much. Like, I'll see it. It's not like I'm not going to see it. I can literally pick up and go whenever I want. If I decided I want to go one weekend, then I could go one weekend. I'm not probably going to, but I could. That being said, we will see those things. But this trip for me is really about food. It really is. I'm going to, it's going to be like the holiday food and wine. Right, like they, well, yeah, be, they have like a ho- like a mini food and wine during the holidays. So and and that's what we're going to kind of shoot for because we've already done the food and wine. I really like to see all the gingerbread houses as well. Which, when you think about it, takes up a lot of time because you got to go to all the resorts. Like those are the sort of things I think that I'll be doing a little bit more of. I mean, we'll be going to Star Wars, but you know, I'm not going to necessarily be running around and rope dropping for rides because I mean, Slinky, okay, great. Like I want to go on it. But I think we have fast passes for it. I'm not going to rope drop it for a second time. You know how I feel about Pandora. I can suck it at this point. Like, I don't really like that ride, so it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> You'll probably want to rope drop uh, the Smuggler's Run, though, right? I mean, am I really – like, first of all, I'm not – all like, it's going to be cool to walk through it. If they allow me just to walk through it and not get on the ride, that would have been enough for me. But, I mean, I'm going <laughs> to ride the ride because I'm going to have to. But Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think I'm going to have that problem. I don't think I'll have to rope drop that. I'm not I, I don't lie. think As so. I, I mean, was writing I, maybe and I was I thinking will. to myself, thinking to myself, Damon's going to hate this. <laughs> so, anyway, I can see you. Sorry. Um, so, you know, it's going to be more about food and some shows and stuff like that. So I think that's what we'll end up doing in general. I'm just, you know, the interesting part for me is I don't know what we're really doing for Thanksgiving. I'm going to be there for Thanksgiving day, but I refuse to book like a $400 Thanksgiving dinner. So I think we're just going to walk Epcot. That's kind of the plan. I'm wondering if there's like anything different food wide, food wise in Epcot for you know thanksgiving but we're gonna find out so that's gonna be my trip i mean the trip that tom didn't want me to talk about but that's gonna be my trip (laughs) go ahead john (laughs) well i I was gonna say i was gonna ask damon because like we can get off on a tangent about the best meal on property see I, i think the problem that everyone has like best restaurant is um 
is an interesting take because for me, what that really means is what don't I get often enough where I live that I enjoy? And for me, that becomes, you know, Asian food because it's really not all that great in North Carolina. Sorry, it just isn't. It's true. And I think for me, when I go to Disney, that's something I enjoy. Or if I go back to New Jersey, because Chinese food in New Jersey and New York is also very good. So for me, I look to Morimoto's because I say, okay, well, that's one of the best places for me because of what I'm, you know, looking for in terms of food. You know, that other Southern style, I mean, I live it, right? Like, I live it. It doesn't really matter too much to me. So, I mean, it was okay when we went. I actually think we went last time we were there. It's okay. But, I mean, I could get that food other places. So, I don't know. That's how I feel. So, you're you're at Animal Kingdom, though, this time, or Saratoga? You said Saratoga, right? I'm a Saratoga, yeah. yeah you yeah, tried yeah. to get Animal Kingdom, but your wait list never came through, right? That's yeah, which is it's pretty interesting. It's the first wait, failed wait list for me, which is, which is okay. I'm okay with that. I kind of knew it going in. And, you know, I've been at Animal Kingdom the last, I feel like, four or five times. Because my friends always go for that, you know, remember, what is it? That single, the studio, that large studio. What, what do they call that stupid room at Animal Kingdom? Uh, they have, like, a few studios that are, like, cheap points. Oh, you like the value studio? Yeah, value studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the heck do they even get that? There's only like Dude, three of them. They get it all the time because they they get up in the morning at their 11 months and they book it, right? Like, <laughs> that's what they do. So for us, you know, they won't go anywhere else because of that. So we usually try to go with them. But I think the last few times, that's kind of what's happened. So I'm not really all that upset about going somewhere else, to be honest with you. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Great. Yeah, I think you're going to enjoy the holidays there. I, I, the... You know, I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't say this in my recap, and I was a little disappointed with the, the Halloween decorations. It's maybe because they've been there for Christmas, where Christmas is like everything is decorated. Like literally everything everywhere is decorated. And Halloween, like some things were decorated. And it was nice, but it, I was expecting like an over the top, like Christmases. Halloween, I felt like was, <sighs> you know, the problem with Halloween is, is that Halloween's scary. And when you can't be scary, it becomes, I don't know. I don't know if it's really Halloween, right? Like at the end of the day. Yeah. That's kind of the way I felt about it. Like the villains are great, but outside of the villains, you're right. The decorations, uh, you know, I don't know. The, the, the Haunted Mansion, that's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I get it. I wasn't impressed sense. either. So I'm, I'm hopeful to be impressed this time. And like I said, I'm less about the rides. The more you go, and again, I don't know about John. I, I, I know I'm older than Katie. So I think I've been going to Disney longer than her. So I feel like <laughs> the more, the more you go, the less it's about the rides. You know, I'd go somewhere else for the rides. Like, you know, I'm going to SeaWorld over spring break, right? And I like the rides there. I'm going to Bush Gardens. I'm going to Legoland. Like, I'm going to those places, and that's fine. But when I go to Disney, it's a little less about the rides these days, more about the experience and the, trying to relax a little bit as well. So I'm excited for this trip in terms of relaxing. I was going to ask Katie, did you have you done holidays at, at the parks before or no? Uh, we have. I actually went in August, and it was already decorated for halloween this year so that was kind of cool um i've done the halloween party before uh i did not have to wait in line for any character experiences so i had a delightful time i just got a bunch of free candy and uh i haven't done the christmas party but that trip that i went in january it was still decorated for christmas but it was like one of the deadest weeks of the year so it was choice i got all the decorations and none of the crowds and it was the best that's that's like the best thing to have, right? Is all the decorations and none of the crowds. I mean, 
I think yeah. it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, I agree. I- I'm looking forward to the gingerbread houses, though, for sure. What else does Tom have listed here? The holiday spirit of Pandora. <laughs> so wait, you don't care about the decorations or anything? I mean, you care about the gingerbread houses, but not the park decorations? I mean... No, no, I care about the park decorations. I'm just like anti-Pandora this, at this point. Like, I really am. <laughs> you like, like not, you like Navi River Journey, though. Like you said I do that. like Navi River Journey. I will tell you that. <laughs> I, I do like Navi River Journey. But it's like, no one likes Navi River Journey, so like it makes me mad. Like, that's the best one. Damon, I'm with you. I like okay. Navi River Journey better than the other one. Okay, I I, I appreciate that because everyone thinks I'm crazy. They're always like, "Oh, I need to go on." The-. Like, <laughs> anyway, that all being said, I'm excited. <laughs> um, I'm not like, what else does Tom have listed here? New items coming to the park for the party? Well, now you got to go to Wilderness Lodge because all of a sudden there's a there's a, a surprise gingerbread cabin at, at Wilderness Lodge this year. They've yeah, never like done I, that before. I, I, I kind of want to see all of the gingerbread stuff. I just, I think that's so time consuming. I don't know how you do that, right? It's going to be tough. I mean, you could see, I mean, you could definitely see Wilderness Lodge and Grand Floridian fairly easily because you could take a boat, you know, like you're, they're all in the same yeah. kind of vicinity. Yep. But I, well, I'm trying to, where, where else are there gingerbread houses? I'm trying to think of all the, all the gingerbread house places. Yeah, I don't know. I think it said one was at the Contemporary. Oh, yeah, yeah. One that's, that's right. a castle. Yep. So there you go. There's Listen, another one on the monorail loop. That's what I was going to say. My uh, my husband and I have done a monorail bar crawl in just a couple hours. So <laughs> that sounds amazing, Katie. You got to tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fantastic, and I don't think we had a lot of time, so we were having to pound some drinks really quickly and then hop right on the monorail. And we were staying at, um, I think we were staying at Wilderness Lodge, so we just did the loop on the monorail, and then just took the boat back to our resort, and it was pretty choice. That sounds great. I've I've gotten soft in my old age. The problem is is that, like, (laughs) I can't drink because this hurts my tummy. Like, and I can't, like, like milk, like, I don't know what happened. I was good with milk, right? (laughs) I was good. And then all of a sudden, like, we started doing um, Fairlife. Yeah, so we have too, yeah. Right, because we started doing Fairlife because it was like... The, the the double protein, the less sugar, right? Like and my lactose son lactose free, yeah. Yeah, my son needs, right? So one of the benefits was like it's lactose free. So then I was like, all right, well this is for me, right? And I drink and drink, drink. Now the problem is we're like, I could get through eating ice cream. Like I probably couldn't eat four ice creams a day. It would kind of mess up my stomach. But like I could get through like one or two. But now that I've like totally gone off a of lactose, now it's more of a problem. And like mm. now it's like. I kind of have to be careful, like, because, again, it hurts my stomach. It's not like anything else. Like, I don't, you know, again, like, it's more of just a hurt stomach. And no one wants a hurt stomach at Disney. So, like, I have to kind of, like, be careful now. So, I have to use my milk wisely. So, I have to make sure that, like, you know, some of these treats, I have to, like, yeah, I have to make sure that I'm using my my milk calories, uh, you know, smartly at this point. So I get it. I get it. Uh, and but by anyway, the way, back to you, that's why I can't John go drinking. Lost John, John, uh, John yeah. had some technical difficulties, I think. So, <laughs> but that's why I can't really drink. So that, well, that all sounds well. It's like it would just put a whipping on me. I, I get it. I, I'm with you. As I get older, these things, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's, I can't do that kind of stuff anymore. And even when I drank around the world just a couple of years ago, it was, uh, it was bad. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Once I crossed the thirty threshold, it got. It's getting mm-hmm. harder. <laughs> yep. yep. Every every year after thirty, it gets harder and harder. So that's exactly yeah, right. You start going. Ah, oh, I don't want those rides. I want this, that, and the thing. I don't remember where I was recently, but I rode something that I had ridden before, and I was like, "Yeah, that might have been the last time. Like that might have been it. <laughs> that might have been." That's funny. 
Uh, so, I mean, yeah, so you got the gingerbread houses, but what about this merch? I know you, you occasionally like merch name and, uh, the, the- occasionally, but see, the, the, it's funny this year. It's also been interesting because I don't have to worry about like the kids, like my daughter maybe will want something. Well, she'll probably want everything, but you know, like she'll get one or two things, but the boys are like, nah, we're good. Like they're not going to wear a Donald Duck shirt. Right. So like, we're like past that. So they don't really want anything, which is kind of good for me. Right. Yeah, souvenirs spend like, money on that stuff, right? No, and like a popcorn bucket, like I know people love them. I don't have anywhere in my house to really display popcorn bucket, right? Like at the end of the day, <laughs> so I'm gonna say that I'll probably be okay with them as well. What's this Mickey Jingle Bell sipper? What is this? It, it, it looks like that's the one that looks like a giant Mickey ornament, I believe. Which I thought was a popcorn bucket too, but it says it's a sipper, so. I don't know okay. that that one confused me because it looked like a popcorn bucket to me. You're yeah, I tried to figure out the mechanics of it, and I I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's it looks confusing, cool, right? Oh, it looks cool. Wait, what's this? Is this Mickey tree? Is this is this a popcorn bucket? Yeah, the tree is a popcorn bucket, and it lights up and blinks and stuff. I mean, that's cool, but it's a popcorn bucket. Like, <laughs> what do I do with it? But like, it does look cool. We have several of the, so we have the, uh, little green guy, uh, from Toy Story. We have that popcorn bucket. My wife had to have that. And but where is it now? It's sitting in our pantry, pushed, you know, back on a shelf. It's not like displayed anywhere. <laughs> but, but no, I, I'm with you, Damon. I don't like buying souvenirs that I'm not going to use. And that's why I'm always really careful about the things that, you know, I buy. Cause I'm like, if I'm not going to wear this or use it, then I'm not buying it. I did see though a Funko Pop of the um the gondolas. Yeah. Yeah. Is that in the park? No. Yeah. Did you just, did you see that, Katie? No. It's um, like Mickey getting Google off one of the awesome. Skyliner cars. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's a problem. It, if that's in the that. park, I would definitely purchase that. I mean, I'd purchase two of them obviously, one to open and one to not open because I'm not Tom, <laughs> but I definitely would buy that. That might be something I buy. Oh yeah, I I just saw that. I don't think it's limited edition, so I think it's I think it's available. I think it's out there. If you if you Google uh Mickey uh Skyliner Pop Fun- uh, Funko Pop, it's it's cool. I I I saw that one too and really was was digging. Wait, but th- it's not like they last forever though. No, no, no. I mean, of course not. Yeah. Like- well, first of all, I, I the first thing that comes up is on eBay for $99, right? <laughs> <laughs> Katie, have you seen this one yet? Have you have you seen no, this? No, she said she hadn't seen it yet. I just googled it. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a very cool Funko Pop for sure. I I I'm not usually into those things, but that one is cool. I'd buy. Wow, that I, I have to go get my son now. It's a little bit earlier than I thought. I'm gonna actually put you guys on mute. I may actually be able to make it back. Oh, okay. Now, now you're down just to you and Katie at this it's point. Just, Katie, just Katie, Katie you better hold. Better better take care of it for us. The Katie and Tom show. All right, the Katie that's and cool. Tom show. That's Hopefully, fun. I'll be back before you guys are done, though. Yeah, Hopefully. no, I would, I would right. hope so. All right, cool. Well, all right, Katie, that's okay. We can you wait. Can help but me but what are you going to talk about without me? Hold, on, I got to look at it real quick. Just tell you about things you're not allowed to talk. No, just you can't talk about <laughs> Disney Plus without me. I'd be very upset about that. All right, we we can skip the Disney Plus conversation until you come back. We can, all right, we can, I, we can, I'm leaving now. I should be right back. All right, cool. All right, Katie, it's just you and I. We can we can we can rock this out. All right, cool. So, uh, anything, I mean, I, I am, I'm not a huge fan of the popcorn buckets in general. That one's pretty cool, I think. I don't know what you think about, I don't, do, do you buy into that kind of stuff? My husband loves to buy a popcorn bucket, and let me tell you, every one that we own just ends up becoming a bucket to bathe my dogs. 
So <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> well, it's a nice big scoop for bathing a dog, and that's what they end up getting used for. That's funny. I I mean, like the special ones, though. Like you're you're talking about, like the ones where you can get the unlimited, not unlimited popcorn, but like the the cheap refill on the yeah, popcorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, you don't do like the special edition ones that are like you know uh, shaped like the the little green alien from Toy Story or the or the Christmas trees. No, no, no. I got, I got too much stuff in my house. I can't add more. I'm, I'm with you on that. And, and truthfully, I was looking at that popcorn bucket, the Christmas tree, and I was like, you can't fit any popcorn in that thing. No, you really can't. Like, it seems like it fits like a couple handfuls of popcorn and then you're done. So. Yeah, when we make popcorn at my house, we fill like the Halloween candy bowl that you put out at Halloween. Like, we fill that with popcorn. And this little, this little tree's real cute, but it's not gonna do the job. No, it definitely, it definitely isn't. It's way too small. So yeah, I, I don't know. These are cool things. I, I, I like them, but I, I don't know if I would run out to buy any ones. Although I will say the Mickey ornament is pretty cool. I was going to say the little Mickey, I think it says it's like a straw clip. I don't know why straws need a clip, but he's really cute. He's a little gingerbread, gingerbread Mickey. I like him a lot. Yeah, that one's cool too. I, I like that one. And, and you know, the Mickey light up, uh, the tree one, by the way, for those of you that are going to be at the parks and, and want to buy these things that one is exclusive to the to the party so to the to the christmas party so you're not going to be able to get that if you don't go to the party uh and then there's also a sven uh, sipper sven from uh frozen which i was watching today with my daughter on disney plus um which is nice <laughs> it's nice to be, to have all access to all of those things for my daughter but we're gonna wait and talk about disney plus in a few um but go ahead katie sorry were you gonna say something i was just gonna praise disney plus Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll we'll get into it. It's been great. It's so great for when you have like a one and a half year old because everything you can imagine is on there, and it's just and it's also been fun showing her some of the older Disney stuff, like showing her some of the old Mickey cartoons has been kind of cool. So anyway, but we'll talk about that more. We'll talk about that more. So all right, well, so we're about halfway through the show, so let me go ahead and do uh, our ad for our, our fun sponsors over at uh, DVC Resale Market, our good friends over there. We've been promising we're going to get them on the show sometime soon, and we are, I promise you. Uh, maybe maybe even next episode we'll do it uh, while Damon's uh, on vacation, but uh, DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former Disney Vacation Club guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. Uh, if you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days and nearly 3,000 contracts were sold in 2018 alone. I know they are shattering that record in 2019, so I'll be interested to hear how many they have next year, but uh, they are they are the best out there. There's nobody better that you can find than DVC Resale Market. They are the friendliest people that you can work with and they have the most amount of listings. They've got the best website. They are the people to go to for DVC resale. Uh, so if you want to find out more information, go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767 
The most important part of you calling them or reaching out to them is letting them know that Welcome Home sent you. Uh, you know, if, if we, 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 we want to continue having them uh, be a sponsor of this show. And uh, so we uh, love to hear when our listeners reach out and say, hey, I heard you guys on Welcome Home, and that's why I'm calling you today. Uh, we really appreciate that. And I know uh, DVC Resale Market does too. I, I can't tell you how often we get emails from uh, from Tarek and Marissa saying we, you know, had 10 people from the podcast call this week. So, you know, it's that's that really feels good to us. We like to hear that kind of stuff. So, again, uh, DVCResellMarket.com or 1-844-DVC-PROS. Great. So let's uh let's let's skip by a couple things here. Let's talk about Epcot updates because I'm sure Damon will not care about this at all. So we'll skip ahead and we'll talk about some different stuff with Epcot. Uh so Katie, I don't know about you. The mo- thing I am most excited for and, and I'm not even joking about this. This is totally true. The thing I am most excited for at Disney over the next let's say 6 months is Space 20 uh 220. I want to say 2020 every time, but Space 220, which is the space theme restaurant that's going to be open supposedly opening at uh, at Epcot before the end of the year. We've only got like 6 weeks left, so they better hurry up here cuz there's been no opening date announced. And and now they have a little bit of a setback. Apparently the executive chef has quit. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> not good, right? Um, yeah. But I don't know really I don't know how you feel about the rest of this restaurant, but I'm I'm super psyched for it. I'm really excited for it. I love space stuff. I think the whole concept is really, really cool. I think it's going to be so immersive. And I just really love food. So space and food together is the best. Uh, man, that is, I, I, I loved hearing that. I just really love food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I just really love food too. I, you know, I, I, that's why food and wine this year to get to finally go to that. It was like, whoa, this is amazing. There's so much food that you can eat. Although I'm not going to lie. For some reason, I decided to just go to my normal, you know, Norway bakery and French bakery and do that stuff. Uh, I, you know, on top of some of the stuff we ate at food and wine, but Ooh, um, that's a lot. Well, you know, there's some good stuff at, at the at the Norwegian bakery and the and the French the French bakery is just always a problem. So, oh, buddy, this is a judgment free zone. <laughs> I'm just talking strategically. That's a lot of food all at once. Oh, it is. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I had this cheese bread in in the at the Brazil Pavilion. Oh, it was so good this year. That was that was really good. I, I could have eaten a bunch of that. But anyway, so we're talking about Space 2020. <laughs> so they've lost their executive chef. So I don't know if this means that it's going to delay the launch of this or. I hope not, you know? The launch of it. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. What'd you say? I just made a corny joke. You said the I, launch of it. Yeah, that's right. That's what I said. You know, so funny, funny story. A couple, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, I said, I don't know why it's called 220. And then someone pointed out to me that I, in the next sentence said, uh, be transported 220 miles above the earth. Um, so obviously that's the reason why it's called that. And I didn't pick that up when I said it. So whoops, this, this, this podcast thing's hard, Katie. I, I'm sure it's not as hard as training wolves, <laughs> but you know, wolves are food driven, right? So that's why, you know, that's why you like food, right? It's all about the food. That's right. And some good scratches sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, yeah. that's the same things that motivate me. So <laughs> Um, but I, I'm a little concerned about this now, given I don't have a Disney trip coming up anytime soon. I, I'm not scheduled to go to, I, I, in fact, I have no Disney trip scheduled as of right now, which I know sounds crazy, but, uh, I, I've got nothing. I, I don't know when I'm going to go again. So I don't either. I'm hoping for maybe January 21. We're usually kind of every other year. Um, 
and everything is opening in 2021. So that's what I'm personally shooting for. I don't know what my dad's plan is. He's the one who technically holds the points. I just, <laughs> just try to manipulate him. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that would be, that would be good because so much is opening in 2021. You got the anniversary, you know, too. So there's going to be a lot of extra celebrations and, and different things going on then. So, uh, so that's probably a good time to go, right? Yeah. I mean, I need rise of the resistance. I need, Runaway Railway and uh, Tron, like everything good is coming in uh, 2021. I feel like we've heard nothing about Runaway Railway in like months. Like they haven't said a word about it since like the last time they said like it's delayed and and then we haven't heard anything and I'm sad about that. Me too. I'm really excited about that ride. Me too. Yeah, I think that's like, I feel feel like people are forgetting that that's even opening because they're not even talking about it, so... Yeah, I'm actually more excited about that than all the Star Wars stuff, but I'm probably in the minority about that. I mean, are you a big Star Wars person, though? So, Because if you're not, I get that. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but... I like Star Wars fine. I'm into a lot of really nerdy stuff, but Star Wars isn't my personal favorite. I am pretty psyched about Rise of the Resistance, though. That sounds pretty epic. You sound like you kind of are on the same page as I am. We're like, I like Star Wars. Star Wars is cool to me, but I'm not like super fan, like can name everything and every planet and, you know, every what every race of alien is. I don't know, you know? Yeah, I'm much more of a Harry Potter Lord of the Rings in that ah. in that direction. Okay, you get along with my wife very, very well then. she I think she's very disappointed that I'm not into Harry Potter, so... <laughs> she, she wishes I was, but I'm just, it's just not, you know, not my jam. But that's okay, though. That's all right. I don't besmirch Harry Potter people, you, you know, do your, do your Harry Potter thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed about this. I'm assuming they'll find another chef. Uh, you know, in short order, this is a, a really good restaurant group. Here's my question to you, Katie. What kind of food, and we talked about this before in the podcast, but, I don't know what to expect from this restaurant food wise. Like, what is it going to be? Cause here's the thing. Epcot already is just a food haven, right? There's so many, so many options of food at Epcot. Uh, but you know, you're adding in another restaurant and it's like, what is this restaurant going to be? Like, what kind of food is it? Is it going to be American food? Is it going to be from what I've seen? Because it's like the international space station that it's supposed to be like food from all around the world, which would kind of be cool if they had yeah. it that way, right? Yeah, I'm excited about that concept, um, largely just because I really like variety. But yeah, from what it's saying, it looks like the menu is going to be really uh, varied and the staff is going to be international too, which I think is super cool. It'll kind of be like being on a cruise. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about the staff. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. I just am excited to take that elevator ride up where you can like see the earth going away from you as you're, as you're riding up. I, I think that's, yeah. that's a, right. This, this is going to be really cool. I'm, I'm psyched about this. I, I wish I could be there to go to this. Like I, I promise you this. My next trip will have a visit to space to, uh, I keep wanting to say 2020 to 220, uh, on this. I, I, it's going to be, it's going to happen. It has to happen. I, me too, for sure. Yeah, and I, I kind of want to schedule a trip. My annual passes expire in, oh gosh, beginning of June. So I feel like I need to schedule a, another trip between now and like, you know, May. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I catch some of the other stuff. But, um, so let's, how about we talk about this, uh, new character meet and greet and see, these are all things that Damon doesn't care about. So we can talk about them, uh, cause he's not here. So, and, and we completely lost John. I don't know what happened to John. Um, but that's okay. John got some time in, so that's good. Um, and hopefully he can come back and join us again, but that's okay. Katie and I are holding down the fort. We don't need anybody right. else, right? 
Alas, poor John. I knew him well. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened to John, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll hopefully get him back. But so uh, a new character meet and greet is being put together in ImageWorks, uh, right by where they currently have uh, the Wreck It Ralph and uh, uh, Vanellope one. Uh, and you know they are moving all the characters around because they c- closed the character spot, right? And and they're going to be tearing that down. Mickey's moving over to uh, the Pixar Short uh, Film Festival building, uh, and and that's happening early next year. Um, but so the the rumor though is is that this area is being built uh, for joy and sadness to take over. And in my mind, so I feel like putting joy and sadness there is sure convenient. They have the space. They can make it done, make it, make it happen. But I also think to myself too, they're going to have to overhaul that ride at some point. And I've been saying this for probably years on this podcast now that I think it makes sense to put an inside out ride there. If you're going to put IP on it, uh, because you can have the train of thought, uh, with the existing, you know, ride vehicles you have, you could even maybe throw Figment in there because he's the Figment of your imagination. You can introduce a new character into the, uh, inside out community. But I do find it interesting that this is good. Those characters are now going to be the, at the end of the, um, you know, uh, Figment ride. I 100% agree with you. And I, I really hope that this is an indication that that's going to happen. I, I think inside out would fit in that attraction perfectly. And I think, like you said, the fact that you can still have Figment as a cohesive part of the story and kind of leading you through, like, the brain, I think is just... It's too perfect. Like, why wouldn't they do it? I feel like they'd be foolish to not go forward with that. Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense to me. It just... it's. I mean, I, I, I would... I wish they would bring back the... Because that ride was shortened uh, when the, they did the refurbishment that everybody hates. Uh, you know, from the original version to the version that it is now, that ride was actually shortened. It was, it used to be quite a bit longer. Um, and I, I would, I wish they would make it longer again. I, I think that would be nice to have a longer ride, but, uh, I, you know, it just makes sense. Like you said, it fits, it fits in there perfectly. Now they have not announced what they're doing with this pavilion, but I think it's obvious to everybody they need to do something with it, right? I mean, they got, they got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am kind of sad to see image works kind of going away because Mm -hmm. I don't really have memories from when I was a little, little kid at Disney world other than I remember playing with the colors and things at image works when I was like four years old. It's one of my earliest memories. So I think like, I kind of like to see more stuff like that done better with newer technology and things that would appeal to me more than character spots. Cause I don't have kids. And I don't really do character meet and greets. So I'm sad that like the image work stuff seems to be going away. But if we're going to bring characters in there, I'm all for joy and sadness. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. And, and I, I get what you're saying, you know, and we don't do character stuff all the time, but you know, we, we do with my daughter. She's hot and cold with it. So she's, you know, sometimes she's cool. Sometimes she's not. Um, but it's for this, it's, it's not a bad idea to put them in there. They have the space to do it. I don't think they're taking out. I, I don't, I'm trying to see where the article, what they said, what they're taking out, um, to do this. I think it's over. I don't think it's an area that was really all that well used. You know, it's not like the cool, like instrumental thing that you can do. You know, that, that thing. Yeah. 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 That makes me happier if that's still there. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't think they're doing anything with that. I think that's staying and that, that, that's fine. So that's good. And I, I would hate to lose some of that fun stuff. 
But, um, but yeah, like you said, it is sad that they're getting rid of some of the image work stuff. As long as they don't get rid of the uh, DVC lounge, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I've, I had never been up there. I went up there for the first time this past August. What'd you think? It's pretty cool. I liked it. I took a bunch of like artsy pictures of the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the really cool thing about it. I feel like it's an underrated part of it is the view you, that you get up there. It's really very neat. You know, it's very unique. Yeah, and we managed to duck up there right before a storm hit, so it was a nice little break from the rain. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that was perfect, right? You got your free drinks there. You got the freestyle machine. Yep. <laughs> my dad was very excited. I, I have to, so my dad hasn't been, hadn't been to Disney in, like, you know, forever. And we go up to the lounge, and he loves the freestyle machine. He likes to mix stuff around. So he was very excited when we got up there. And not only is it a freestyle machine, but it's free. You can, you know, have as much as you want for nothing. So that was that was nice. <laughs> but I, I like the lounge. It's a great place to decompress, and I, w- I hope they don't get rid of it. But I also I, – I, I've said this on the show before, and I think everybody knows this. I love Figment. Uh, Figment was my favorite character from when I was a child. You talk about your first memories. Figment is one of my very first memories. I, I Figment has been, you know, my favorite forever. So yeah. I, I don't want to see Figment go away. I, I do not. I, I, if, if they change that ride, I would like them to still include Figment in some way. Absolutely. And you know, there will be rioting in the streets if they don't. Well, yeah, and uh, months ago they had a survey out where they were asking how people felt about Figment, and I, I think based on that survey, they, you know, I think they feel like they need to keep Figment around because I think since then we've had a lot more Figment merchandise showing up. I mean, Figment's been showing up in a lot of stuff lately. Yeah, it really has. Last time I was there, I wasn't really overly impressed with the stuff that they had um, two trips ago, but when I went back in August, there was actually a couple cool Figment items that I had to resist the urge to buy. Yeah, I, it's, there was some cool uh, Epcot Forever stuff when we were there that my wife bought that was pass holder only, so that was cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I, there was they've had a lot of Figment stuff lately, which is cool. I'm I'm psyched about it. I, I I'm glad that a new generation is getting to experience Figment because that was my favorite thing when I was a kid. So, um, although you know I'm a little disappointed that the Figment stuff, uh, the the cartoon is not. I don't think it's on Disney Plus. I haven't seen it. Uh, but you know, they, they had a little cartoon for a brief time there and I, I, I'm sad that it's not there. I forgot that that was a thing. Right? <laughs> Man. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. But I, I don't, I haven't, you know, to be honest with you, I kind of just remembered that it was a thing. Um, so I haven't, I haven't even looked for it on Disney plus it very well could be there. So I don't know. I, I got to look for it Who now. Knows? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, Let's talk a little bit about um, the camera center. So I want to talk. This is going to sound like a weird thing to talk about, but I think it's funny that the camera center was even there as long as it was because nobody really uses cameras. I mean, most people don't use cameras anymore. They use cameras on their phone. They don't like bring in digital cameras with them. Yeah, my dad and I both have like SLRs. So like I like having the camera center there just because I love photography and like it just gives me warm and fuzzies to see it. But every time we walk in, my dad and I would look at each other and be like, why is that there? Yeah, <laughs> it's like they basically... a relic from the past, right? Yeah. Like I, cause I remember making like frantic runs to buy more film from there back when film was a thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it lasted as long as it did too. Yeah. It's just, it's funny to me cause it used to sell like, you know, they used to sell like film and stuff in there, and it's just like, well, no one's buying film anymore. But you know, I I give you credit though. You, you bring that stuff into the park with you. You bring the cam- the big camera in. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I actually have a uh, 
Epcot camera strap Wait, on, from the first on. year it was open. Oh. <laughs> it's John. He lives. <laughs> well, I can... John, you're back. Yeah, I apologize for that. My uh, wonderful MacBook computer <laughs> decided to dive from like 25% to nothing. So I had to make the uh, five-mile jump oh home oh, no. to, uh, to go. So I apologize. Technical difficulties <laughs> are the worst. <laughs> It's all right, John. We lost Damon, so you know it was, it was just it was the Katie and Tom show for the past ten minutes. So, but anyway, Katie, what were you we saying about the, the Kodak uh, the, about the camera center? Um, my dad actually bought a Epcot camera strap from the year it opened and passed that down to me, and I still have it to this day. It's That's really from, cool. Yeah, it's like what from eighty three, and it's still going strong. So like. I have a lot, I have a lot of emotional attachment to Epcot in general, but I like kind of pair Epcot with photography because of that camera strap in a weird way. So I have an affection for it, even if it's kind of useless. My first trip to uh, Disney, I remember that, that camera shop there, you know, it's very distinct and you can actually, yeah, that, that was, you know, right around where Spaceship Earth is. That's like one of the, it's an iconic spot. It really is. Yeah, it, it really is an iconic spot. That's for sure. Um, the, I mean, I think the good thing is here, though, it's not like it's going away completely, right? So they're they're gonna they've it's been closed for a little while now, and now it's going to turn into the new pin pin trading spot. Um, so you know, right now it's it's the pin trading area is like uh or you know pin traders is one of those kind of booths when you're walking after you walk by spaceship earth now they're going to move it into that store and i and i believe also they're still going to have like your photo pass stuff in there too so you can go and view your photo pass pictures and all that fun stuff so there's still a little bit of the photography angle in there but I, i'm glad it's you know they found another use for it and and you know the pin traders uh are, are going to be uh torn down so that little booth over there is going to be removed as they why you know it really feels like they're going to open that space up quite a bit and, you know, make it a lot more airy. And I think that's part of it, obviously, is is taking that out. So I'm glad at least it's sticking around somehow. But it is it is funny that a camera center lasted for so long when when I mean, but truthfully, the, the jump from digital cameras to using your phone has only been over, what, the past 10 years. So it's not like they're that far behind on this. Yeah, that's true. Plus, like even with digital cameras, like for the people like us that still have SLRs, even though we're not using film anymore, I've bought an SD card in a panic at a theme park because the SD card I had wasn't compatible with my camera before and that sort of thing. So I think it's good that they're still going to have a a small little mini camera shop option for those emergency situations like that. At a huge markup, I'm sure. I I was just going to say, who wants to pay Disney prices for a new DSLR lens? I mean... You have to be crazy rich to want to do that. Like, oh, I forgot one, my, you know, big expensive macro lens for that. So let me, uh, let me go run into that shop real quick and pay, you know, four times what I should. But only the SD card, right? That's, you'd only buy yeah, an SD card. Yeah, just an SD card, yeah. not a lens. <laughs> I would not be buying a lens. No, no. That would be, yeah, that would be outrageously expensive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean, while it is sad to see something that's, and this is the thing, right? So with any Disney stuff, it's, 
change is always going to be happening, right? And I always find it interesting when people get upset about change because, you know, Walt himself said that he wanted the parks to keep changing, them, that they were never finished, and and wanted the latest and greatest uh, in the parks. And and sometimes to do that, you got to close stuff, and and you got to tear things down, and you got to start over again, and and. You know, it, while that stinks, I, you know, it's, it, there's something exciting about it too. And I, I miss, you know, Ellen's energy adventure as much as Damon does. I do. I, I loved that ride. And talk about earliest memories from, from Disney. That is, I think maybe my earliest memory is from that ride. I remember those dinosaurs. I remember like vividly from being a, a very small child. And so it, it is sad to me that it's gone, but I, I, you know, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for the new things that are coming because I, I think it's always, and truthfully, Epcot hasn't gotten much love in a long time now. I, I, I it's nice to see Epcot get some love, you know, and, and get some new things. I love Epcot a lot. I'm, I can't wait for the next couple of years. I'm really, really excited. I mean, this is, I can't remember the last time it's been like this, right? I mean, when, when's the last time they added this much to Epcot? I mean, it's great. To me, Epcot is the park that I dread, but it's my wife's favorite. So like, honestly, bring on the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. I will ride that while she drinks all around the world to her heart's content. You know, cause like I said before, <laughs> I am a Marvel fanboy. So like, Guardians of the Galaxy is my jam. So, <laughs> so it hurts your feelings that you can't, they can't do so much Mar. they can't really do much Marvel at uh, Disney it, World. That, that, that it must does, but that gives me a reason. My wife and I were talking about it tonight to go out to California to, you know, experience Marvel. You know, I, I forgot what they're call, calling it. I don't want to call it Marvel Land. Marvel yeah. Land. Forget the official names. <laughs> Star Wars Marvel Land and Marvel Land. So, okay. yeah, honestly, we were talking about that. We're planning on doing that in three years. I mean, we know we're not going to be able to get the Grand Californian. But hey, I will gladly pay 90 bucks a night to go experience Disneyland and then go to Alani and use my points there because there's always availability there. Katie, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. I was just going to say I am also pained by the lack of Marvel in Florida. I, my husband and I are huge Marvel fans and we're going to have to make our way out to California at some point too. I have to believe at some point that Disney's gonna, I mean, I know Universal has zero incentive to, to, you know, even money wise to get, you know, let Disney out of that deal, but man, I, I, Disney is dying. I am sure they are dying to put, uh, you know, Marvel characters anywhere they can in Disney World. And, and, you know, the only reason they can do Guardians is because it wasn't under that deal, right? So that's one of the only reasons they could do that. So, uh, and, Go ahead. Well, Dan. I was just going to say, what's stopping them from saying, oh, well, you're not going to give us Marvel? Well, here, we're going to take The Simpsons and take away one of the biggest parts of Universal's park. There, there's the bargaining chip, right? That's the, I mean, maybe that's the plan, right, John? That's a good point. Cause like half the, if you think about it, it's really funny if you look at Universal now, because like so many of the things in Universal are Disney owned properties, which is really funny. It's really true. And let's be real. Like Disney, they can throw some of this Disney plus money at Universal. Like (laughs) they'll come up with the number eventually. It'll happen. It's got to happen, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all good. Um, I was going to, I was going to say the, the one thing that I think is going to happen after Bob Iger retires is whoever the Bulldog CEO that they're going to bring in, that will be his first task. (laughs) Cause that, Marvel, I I was watching the Marvel, like, stuff that's coming to Disney Plus, and I'm like, 
oh boy it's just it is just amazing like i will be captivated for well probably days knowing how i binge watch stuff but they're preventing you from binge watching so it's like yes they are uh, i mean they're not following the netflix model they're they're making you watch it a little bit at a time I mean, honestly i don't i don't mind that though because like I'll watch, you know, series that I've seen, you know, once over and I've binged and I'm actually watching a couple episodes at a time, you know, at a time of like Breaking Bad and I appreciate how good that show was, you know, so I'll, I'll go back yeah. and watch things again and pick up on things that I didn't see before. Yeah. And, and that's totally true. And I, I'm, I mean, I, I'm kind of ambivalent to how they're doing it. I, I don't have an issue with it. Because other streaming services do that too. Like some of the Amazon shows they do on a weekly basis. And I mean, just regular shows that I'm watching on TV are on a weekly basis, right? So it, it is what it is, right? But it builds anticipation and especially for a new service like, you know, Disney Plus, they, they need to, they need to keep customers engaged and not have them, you know, leaving week to week. So having, having something come out every week that you're going to want to watch is, prevents people from canceling, really. So it's probably the smart thing to do. Um, now we are going to talk about Disney Plus at some point. I was going to wait for Damon to get back. I don't know when Damon's getting back. Uh, so hopefully Damon shows up at some point, but we'll leave the Disney Plus stuff for last and, and continue talking on here. But, uh, anything else, any other thoughts you guys have about all the updates that are coming to Epcot? Uh, you know, that we've, whether we've talked about them here or not, I, cause I personally, I, I'm very excited for it. I, I'm really actually disappointed that I didn't get to check out the Epcot Experience Center. Uh, when I was, uh, on my vacation this, this past, uh, you know, October. And actually while I was there was the first day it was open and I didn't, I didn't get a chance to go in there, but I've heard and seen videos and the, the videos, it looks just the, the experience center itself looks like an experience to me anyway. I mean, oh, go like, ahead, Katie. Yeah. I would have loved to do I would have loved to have been able to see that. Um, I don't, I don't really have thoughts other than I can't wait at, they literally haven't put out any plan for this park that I'm not really, really psyched about. I think they're going to make some really, really good changes. And that's and you're like an Epcot super fan. So that's, you know, because I know a lot of people were upset about the fountain going away and, you know, some of the other stuff being torn down. But you're you're an Epcot super fan and you're excited about this stuff. So I really am. I'm mostly sad about the fountain because the soundtrack is so good. It's the rescuers down under and that is my jam. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I... I think they've got great stuff coming and I, I think it's needed. It's a different, it's a different world than the Epcot that was built in the eighties was, it is time for now. I, I will say, yeah, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that no, no, this is like, for me, that's the stalest park. And like, I, it's just, we're, we're bringing my uh, niece and nephew in May and I'm pleading with my wife. Okay. We're gonna have to get park hoppers because the kids aren't gonna want to, you know, waste a whole park day at Epcot. It's, you know, it's. I love Epcot. I love the spirit behind it, but mm, I don't know. You're gonna get some hate mail from the uh, the uh, Epcot lovers here, you know, saying that kind of stuff. Katie, I, I'm, Katie, how are you not beating them up on this? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I get it though. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I get it too. I'm a science kid, so I I think all that stuff is cool. Like even the nerdy stuff, I really appreciate. But I definitely understand why kids. Listen, would send it. all hate mail to the mighty oak seven seven at gmail dot com. I will gladly Whoa, take on. You just. I will gladly take on all oh haters because here's the wow. thing, like. I, I think of it as I'm spending, you know, for 
the you know six day trip that we have, we're spending close to a thousand dollars on park tickets for you know these kids to go. And like, if we're not going to buy park hoppers, then I gotta like do something to make sure one they're entertained, and you know the two I'm not going to hear complaining the whole trip. Are are you saying that living with the land is not appealing to young children? What are you talking about? It's, it's well, <laughs> my 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 uh, brother-in-law's, you know, he he is in partnership with my father-in-law, who's a farmer. So they would like that, but how many so times good. can you possibly go on living with the land and be like, oh look, it's it's growing, yay! <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I listen. I could go on Spaceship Earth a hundred times in a row. I'll go on that anytime. Well, Get, you know, the <laughs> I keep on bringing up horror stories from Epcot, but um, in July when we took my nephews there, we got stuck on Spaceship Earth, and I forgot what scene it was. It was the scene um, right before they make the turn, right after the woolly mammoth scene, and we heard like. I think it was the Italians. They were just, or the Romans. They were just continuously saying the same line. And my seven year old, my seven year old nephew was quoting it by the end of it. Cause we were there for like a half hour. Jeez. <laughs> I've never been stuck that long. I've always, you know, I, I think as a lot of Disney fans are, I've always dreamed of being evacuated from a ride, which sounds like a weird thing to somebody who hasn't, isn't like a crazy Disney person, but. I've always wanted to get like evacuated from a ride. I don't know about well, you guys, but I, I've always. I will to. say this: I'm six foot ten, and I have very, very large feet. And those steps walking down Spaceship Earth were not fun for me. <laughs> Can you ride like Seven Dwarfs? Because I am five ten, and I can't ride like Seven Dwarfs. Like squeezes. Well, me. <laughs> okay. So I've lost the last year. I've lost 130 pounds. So I fought for my right to be scrunched. I mean, and this is. This is the one. I'm talking legs though. Oh, like leg I have rem- problems with legs leg on that. Like yeah, not not so, like legs. I can't fit my legs in between those bars. Yeah, well, that's a it's a tight fit for me. But like I will, I will gladly suffer through three minutes of agony for as well themed as that ride is. And I can see you know why it's so popular. Nice. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I don't know. We got totally off the rails again, but that's okay. As you guys know that you because you've listened to the show, we we tend to you know wander. So, <laughs> well, so that's okay. I also We're, took like what a twenty-five minute absence. So <laughs> that's yeah. You should be fresh and ready to go here. Um, <laughs> so, anything else about Epcot before we go? Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk uh, about uh, a recent update to uh, my Disney experience that looks kind of cool. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. So, my Disney experience—they updated a lot. Um, you know, I listen. I have always felt. And I'm in the minority on this. I think that Disney gets a bad rap sometimes for their technology. I know things break sometimes, but I think my Disney experience is an excellent app. I think it's very helpful. I've always found it to be work very well for me. And I think this new update is really great. So there's a big update, uh, that just came out, um, which they're calling the, the service your way program. Now this doesn't really apply to DVC members, right? Um, because we don't get to opt out of room service. Um, but one of the things that Disney's been doing lately, and actually a lot of hotels are doing this lately. This is not just Disney. This is a, a thing that's kind of sweeping the industry. Um, but Disney allows people staying on cash, you know, uh, reservations, uh, in, in certain resorts to opt out of daily room service and in exchange, they get a Disney gift card. And before you had to go to the front desk 
and you know make this arrangement. Now with this new update to uh, My Disney Experience, you can opt out of room service and get digital gift cards uh, that are, are all done through the app, which is kind of great. If you're doing that, I mean, it doesn't matter for us DVC people because we don't get to do that anyway, right? I think this is awesome. Like, I I already feel like it's kind of wasteful to do room service every single day. Like, the environmentalist in me is like, save the water. So you're um, all about the pumps on the wall instead of the single-use uh, bottles, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's... I Yeah. Um, every little bit helps. But, I mean, I still have plenty of travel size bottles stashed up don't you worry (laughs) um but i think this is awesome because i just i don't really need room service every single day and i always get like it's self-conscious i feel like i have to have my room kind of clean when people need to come in and clean so i like to i kind of like being left alone for a few days so i could be down for this John, were you going to say yeah, something? Yeah, sorry. sorry. I was I was just going to mention my wife could be on a episode of Hoarders of all the single-use bottles that she has. Um, <laughs> I, I, I see pictures on Facebook sometimes of people that have like hundreds of well, those things. Well, honestly, it's, it's one thing, and this is the one good thing that if you watch the Imagineering series, which I know we're going to touch on in a minute, but like they talked about from the get-go how like the Disney company has been a steward for you know environmental practices. So I, like I said, I, I, I think it's great what they're doing. I contend that when my Disney experience works, it's great. But I also make an argument that I think Disney's IT department at times is run by cats. But <laughs> I, it's just, you know, I mean, half the stuff that they, like I mentioned before in the beginning, the, the DVC booking system that they have is, you know, I was told by a cast member, it's very antiquated. Well, you know, take some of the dues that we pay and, you know, put it towards that, you know, do something like that. Yeah, no, I, I get that. And, and I mean, I think they've made a lot of improvements over uh, to it over the past couple of years, for sure. I, it's gotten way better. Uh, and, you know, the I, the ability to modify bookings online and, and not have to call is, is nice. Um, but, you know, the other thing that they have on here as part of this, too, is and this is something that DVC members can take advantage of, and that's the opt into the direct to room program. Which, listen, this already exists. This is you know this already existed before they made this change. This was basically where you don't go to the front desk, right? You just you check in online and then you go directly to your room when it's available. But it seems like the app now is more uh, geared towards that. It's more set up for that, and uh, also has the inf- uh, a different int- uh, interface has been uh, set up. Um, there's been an update to the landing page for all the resorts. So you get more information. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's a really good thing too, because I don't know about you guys, but we always check in online. We never go to the front desk. Uh, we, you know, avoid that as much as we can. Any hu- human interaction that we have to have, we avoid as much as we can. So <laughs> same. Yeah. Right. So you check in online and then you just show up at your room when you want and to. And I, I will say yep. that like, just a the pro tip as far as like when you do online checking, make sure you specify what time that you expect to get there because we've had times where it's like six o'clock, seven o'clock at night and we're staying on property already and we're switching resorts uh, and we don't have our room yet. So I've had to call member services or, you know, you know, guest services and say, uh, where's our room? We're ready to, you know, check in so we can get our stuff and get ready for dinner. So just make sure, you know, that's something that you guys could do. 
Yeah, that, and that's a good point. Uh, we last trip we actually did stop at the front desk because it was past four o'clock and we hadn't gotten our text yet. And you know it, that's happened to us very rarely. They, we've usually gotten it before then, and you know they told us that uh, the room was still being cleaned. But then they said, you know, because you came to the front desk and they know that you know we know that you're here, we'll we'll call down to the housekeepers that are working on it to make sure it gets done, you know, as soon as possible. So so in that kind of situation, it's probably good to do that, but. Um, you know, typically we, we don't go to the front desk for anything. And, and we did have to go a couple times this past trip because, and this is actually, it's weird because this has never happened to us, but, um, our magic bands wouldn't work on the door, which has never happened to us. Now, given we, uh, were, we had one night in one room and then we were moving to another room. And so maybe that was the hiccup. And John, you might be running into some problems here because you have a bajillion reservations, but you know, it, it, we usually don't go to the front desk if we don't have to. I, I will just tell you real briefly a horror story we had. So we were at Animal Kingdom, and we switched resorts, and we were at Animal Kingdom for the rest of our stay. We were in the furthest part of Kidani Village, and <laughs> we had which 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 uh, which section was it? Was it a? Because we were Rafiki last time. It which is the very funny. last, very last section. So the the furthest part out from the lobby. <laughs> It was not fun because it was late at night. We were tired. We were at the parks all day. And we get to – and thankfully, I, I just had surgery, you know, in, in May. So I had a scooter. And so we were able to, like, have my wife just sit down and, you know, just relax while I went back to the lobby full bore on the scooter, which was fun, um, to say, what goes on – what's going on with the Magic Band? How come it's not working? And so they were – you know, thankfully they were able to fix it and, um, they actually made it up for me. They actually shipped my lightsaber for free, which was, which was awesome. So. Oh, nice. So wait, you did the lightsaber last time you were there? Or is this, this, you, you have, have you been to Star Wars? Already? Yes. And I, I totally fangirled when I went there. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the lightsaber building experience is, is the best experience that you can have any, like it's just, really well orchestrated and well It was done. awesome. And like my wife who was like, you're going to pay $200 for a, a toy was like, she watched it and she was like, that was cool. That was worth it. And for someone who doesn't get star Wars for her to actually enjoy it and to see like, you know, just we were there. Like I got to experience it. Uh, like the day we arrived and she just like she like shot a video of the expression on my face when I saw the Millennium Falcon because you know I was born in '77 so like you know that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen like the detail in that land say what you will about the ride but the detail in that land is phenomenal and Imagineering gets you know bonus props for that. Yeah, that's kind of what I said on the, you know, whatever episode I gave my trip report is that it's kind of overwhelming when you're in there because there's so much to look at and so much stuff. It's just, it's, it's almost hard to grasp it in like one, you know, visit or, or one hour or just a little bit of time spent there. It's, it's so hard because it's just so, it's massive in scale and it's just, it's, there's so much to it and there's so much to look at. It's, it's just hard to really describe it, you know? So, yeah, and and just real quickly before we move on, because we're we're chasing a squirrel again. Uh, <laughs> yep, just as usual. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was one of those things where I said to my wife, "I'm like, we have 46 years of this. This is amazing." And I mean, like, we don't have kids, 
you probably won't have kids, but like I can honestly say that like it will be awesome the fact that like I'll be able to go there when I'm like in my sixties and enjoy this. You know, and and that's that's like the best part about it. Yeah, that's that is one of the great things about DVC, right? So yeah. So let's let's talk about this. This is you know kind of a an old incident, but I I want to file this under. This is why we can't have nice things. Uh, this is where I want to file this story. Wait, I'm back. Oh, David's here. Hey, hey look at that. He's back. <laughs> so I I got. I got suckered into driving somebody else home too, so that's why it took me a little bit longer. The uh, the absolute opposite way that I was going. Well, the good news is we talked about all stuff you probably don't care about. So while well, you were gone, so this is yeah, we awesome. would have like yeah. heard. Well, I don't want to talk about that. But let's move on. <laughs> that's awesome. I like to hear that. Yeah. So now we can talk about Disney Plus. Then wait, but what did you talk about? What what did I have to look at it just to make sure I truly don't care about it? Well, we talked about uh, Epcot stuff. We talked about the Space Two Twenty. Uh, losing their chef. We talked about the character yeah, being about building that. an image works. No, oh, don't care. You're camera, absolutely right. Camera I mean, center and I closing love Epcot. at Epcot. And what closing? The camera center closed. I mean, well, it made sense. So. Yeah, that's pretty much what we said too. So, <laughs> and then we talked Wait, did about. You, did the you talk new... about the tar- the Tarzan treehouse though? No, we're about to talk about that right now. Actually. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, Katie. What were you gonna say? As just the story. Ugh. <laughs> Wait, I, about the treehouse? Yeah. Like, is the guy wrong? I, what do you mean? The guy that did it? Yeah. Well, he was jumping up and down on the bridge. Supposedly, this a man was jumping up and down on the bridge, on a wooden bridge on the in the Tarzan treehouse at Disneyland to demonstrate to his children that it wouldn't break, and then it broke. <laughs> but, but like, I don't really think he did anything wrong. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Like, if my kids were asking me the same thing, I don't necessarily think I would jump up and down, right? But that all being said, like, if it breaks because you're jumping up and down, that shouldn't really happen, should it? Like, again, no, we, don't, no. we, we, don't, we don't know a lot of the other factors involved here. Like, Well, like, we don't know if that's really what he was doing. Maybe he was just being a jerk and jumping up and down on it over and over and over and, you know, I don't know. But shouldn't it not break regardless? Yeah, I mean, yeah, shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. John, were you going to say well, something? I, I was there? just going to say, like, this is why I will never go up in the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse because, you know, some doofus, I'm not saying the guy's a doofus, but, like, you know, some some guy will just do something stupid like that. You, you said it. That's why we can't have nice things. So it's like... <laughs> but it's not like he brought the whole treehouse down. Like, one thing broke, right? Like... It's not like the bridge fell over, right? It wasn't just a plank on the bridge. It was just a plank on the bridge. Yeah, the whole thing didn't fall apart. Yeah, it's not like anyone was in in that one instance would have fallen through that plank. Like I, I don't know. I get with listen as a parent, and who knows? You know the the one discerning factor we don't have is what time of the day was it? Was it like at six o'clock where the kids were all worn down and crying already? Like we we don't know. It says around parent, five four forty five. Yeah, like I mean, maybe the kids were just you know they were a little bit out of their. Uh, out of their mind at that point. I don't begrudge <laughs> but, him. I just don't begrudge see, him. I wouldn't do it, but I don't but begrudge see, logic him. Logic would say that, like, and granted, some people just don't lack the common logic, but, like, if it's a 40-pound kid jumping up and down, fine. If it's, like, a 200-pound guy, you know, the fingers are probably going to break. It, it, this is, like, what my dentist says to me, right? I'm always like, hey, I don't want to floss near that cap because what if the cap comes off? 
And they're like, well, if the cap comes off, that meant there was something wrong anyway, so you might as well floss. I'm going to go with that analogy here. And like, it's fair. If, if you're jumping up and down on it and it breaks, it probably shouldn't break. Yeah. Katie, were you going to say something? I think you were going to say something. Yeah, I mean, I get what Damon's saying, and like that, I think that's actually a pretty decent analogy. And especially as a parent, I get that. But as a theme park employee, <laughs> like, why? Just oh, I'm sure you see dumb stuff all the time, right, things. Katie? Like, <laughs> yeah, like just don't do stupid things. And I feel like there's just a pretty big difference between. Uh, I think, like John was saying, like there's a difference between a kid jumping up and down, and then a full-grown man jumping down with excessive force to prove a point. Excessive like, force. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> L- lawyer Katie said it was with, done with excessive force. That's right. K- Katie, has anybody tried to, like, uh, you know, try to get, you know, jump over the fence and, and uh, hang out with the wolves? I mean, has that happened? Uh, thankfully, no. People generally okay. tend to... Uh, tend to be afraid of wolves. respect the barrier but we have we have lots of fences to try to keep that from happening that's good. people have gotten closer but not close enough that's good okay uh yeah th- i figured it was damon that probably tried i figured he probably was the first i right? am like super respectful <laughs> well you said I, I, the wolves up close well were terrifying too right dude they were big they were big. They were bigger than I would have expected. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't, we're going to tangent, right? But like, so there's a wolf preserve in New Jersey that I had been to before. But like, and Katie will correct me, I'm sure if I'm wrong here. But from my understanding, a lot of wolves that are in captivity like that aren't like real wolf wolves, right? Maybe hybrids because they were nowhere near as big as the wolf wolves, <laughs> right? Like, that's the way I feel. They were big. I haven't been to sanctuaries, but from what I understand, some oftentimes I think they are hybrids that have been surrendered, like pets that people didn't know what they were getting into and made poor life choices. <laughs> I like that poor life choices. <laughs> Wait, so so we're at like an hour forty, and you haven't even talked about Disney Plus. I know we need to talk about. Well, we were waiting for you, Damon. I was trying. I to appreciate save it for that. The end, that's you know? that's awfully nice, and I'm glad I was able to make it back. I mean, Disney Plus. I, I don't even know where to start. I really, really don't like. So today I was watching old Ducktales, even though I have them on DVD. I've watched them, you know. And again, I got I got access early, uh, which was which was nice. But um, I don't I don't know what to think. Like it, it, you know, everyone was so excited about it, and and like that's great. But really, when you look at original content, where are we? Yeah, where are we with original content? Not far yet. I mean, you know, not there's there's not a ton on there. I've I love the Imagineering show so far. Um, I just I just hope that what we're going to see is you know it's very interesting now because I watch Netflix um, probably more so than Amazon Prime right now, but watching Netflix like there's something new original like all the time. Like they're putting in millions and millions and millions of dollars for original content, which is great. What I'm hopeful for is that, you know, Disney, you know, Disney sometimes can be a little disappointing because they're running a business. Right. And I get that. Right. Because as a stockholder, like I understand that. But at the end of the day, are they going to throw a ton of money at original program? I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I'm a little bit underwhelmed with um, the, the Star Wars show. Uh, I mean, it's okay. But I read an interesting article today that talked about it that, you know, George Lucas meant Star Wars to be for teenagers. And if I look at it like that, then it makes a little bit more sense to me. Because, again, I would have loved a grittier one. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever read Death Troopers. 
Like that's an interesting Star Wars novel. Like that. That's what I was kind of you know imagining, right? And that's old canon, so it doesn't exist anymore. But that being said, right? Like that was actually I don't even know if that got carried over. I, I don't. I'm not a huge Star Wars person, so I don't know what got brought in as canon from the Legacy series. But anyway, you know, I would have liked it grittier, but I get it, right? And there's gonna be again spoilers, right? So unfortunately, if you haven't already seen at least one episode or you know been anywhere on the internet, right? Baby Yoda, <laughs> right? Baby Yoda's awesome. Yeah. Um, so it, it will be interesting. And, and, you know, Lady and the Tramp, cool high school musical has been interesting. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully, you know, a lot more original content. I just, you know, that's kind of what I'm, you know, kind of seeing. And the Imagineering stuff for me, I, I could take it or leave it because there's something to be said on my end is that, you know, it's great to understand how all these things work and how they came about, but, you know, the mystery. You know, I kind of like it as well. So, well, uh, I will say the Imagineering series is not like a this is how this ride works kind of series. It's more of no, like the history of Imagineering. So, yeah, like because at one point they go down to like the the ballroom scene of the Haunted Mansion and they're talking about mm-hmm. how the effect works, but they don't show how the effect works. They don't like show like the, you know, that kind of stuff. They just kind of, yeah. you know. But it's, I get what you're saying. I, 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 from what I've seen, they're, they plan on starting to spend like a billion dollars a year on new content. So, I mean, they're, they're going to have a lot of original stuff. But to your point, I mean, I watched the three Caballeros movie this morning with my daughter, mm-hmm. which she was digging. I mean, we, I turned on Chippendale Rescue Rangers. My daughter was dancing to the song. Like we literally kept playing the, the, the theme song over and over because she was it, like all about that theme song. <laughs> it is very brutal though to watch 480p television again you know what i was gonna say though i feel like some like all of the old animated shows look amazing i thought they looked great ducktales does not oh it doesn't og OG ducktales looks like you expect og ducktales like you can watch it and it's almost like watching a vcr tape it's it's at that level in my opinion i was just watching a few episodes that (laughs) i was watching the one where they shrink gizmo duck suit today right that's that's a great one but i watch chip and dale man because chip and dale looks amazing i don't know if they like restored it or something but chip and dale looks great yeah, see, I have a lot of those on DVD as well because I just enjoy watching them so much. So that wasn't a big draw for me. But like I said, it's always nice to have them in one place. That's for sure. Go ahead, John. I know you wanted to say something I saw. John? Maybe. Did we lose John? <laughs> yeah, really? John might be on mute. He might have missed his mute button there. But... Uh, but yeah, so I, you know, for me, I really like, uh, I like having everything in one place. I mean, some, some of the stuff like you probably don't have on TV, like the old, like Mickey shorts, like some of the really old Mickey stuff. What's that? I don't care about that. Oh, really? You don't like that stuff? Nah. See, I've been showing, uh, some of that to my I mean, daughter and she's really digging it. She it, really likes it. It's not that I don't care about them. Like if they were on television, I, I don't know if I'd like hit the, you know, remote to change the channel, but like, I'm not searching them out, I guess is, is more of, of what it is. I've, I've been I mean. watching Gravity Falls, Damon. Oh, I've seen Gravity Falls like 8 million times. I know, but I'm telling you that I'm watching it now because I have access to it on Disney plus. Oh, you've never watched it before? No. Oh my goodness. That's like, I was just talking to, um, um, one of the brothers from big city greens worked on Gravity Falls and I did that interview we kind of chit chatted about Gravity Falls and I've talked to Alex Hirsch. Like I've talked to a bunch of those people that have worked on it, which has been, it, it's, it's probably my favorite animated show to ever exist. Honestly, at this point, which is saying a lot. Wow. Katie, I think you were going to say something. I was just going to say, I also have not seen it and you, am going to see it now that I have Disney plus, you know, like I could have, I, yeah. I could have like given, well, no, I wouldn't have given Tom <laughs> a pass. I wouldn't get, 
But but like it hurts my feelings to hear you know you say that you haven't seen Gravity Fall like that like. But I'm watching it now. I'm, I'm into no, it. No, not it's you, really Katie. Good. Like you, I almost go. God, you know what? Like it's Tom. Like you know he <laughs> he says he likes Disney, but he doesn't like all the cool Disney stuff. He just likes you know what's put in front of him. But Katie, that's a little disappointing to, to hear that. Like I thought we were friends, and like that kind of like makes me have to rethink like my life choices on that end. I'm real sorry, man. <laughs> you- I. I moved an hour away from my job, and now I spend my life driving. Yeah, that that definitely <laughs> will put up. Especially a in Florida. Let me. Is this not going through again? I swear. No, you're there, John. No, you're okay, there. Yay! You're, you're super loud too. I, <laughs> oh, well, we may have that will make Tom's job fun. No, it's well, good though. It's good. Like I said in the comments, I'm a walking technical difficulty tonight. So. <laughs> so what were you going to say? What were you going to say, John, before you got cut off? Well, I, I I think like I was looking at like the Little Mermaid last night, and, and I made the comment that it was completely remastered. You know what they what they did with it. So you know I think you know if they, I mean, granted, when did Ducktales come out, Damon? Like what eighty seven? Eighty seven. But I mean, Chip and Dale is around that same time too, right? I mean, when was Chip uh, and Dale? a little bit later? It was a little bit later, but yeah. Wait, but I have to get back to this. Katie. Amphibia? Have you seen Amphibia? I haven't. I don't even know what that is, Damon. I don't either. I've never even heard of that. What is that? It's a Disney show. Like, okay, like you guys are like, <laughs> really hurting me here. Listen, you, you've seen Mickey I Mouse, right? Like, Disney you guys store. have seen Mickey Mouse. Yes. Like, so a, you're yes. the one that just said you didn't care about the Mickey Mouse shorts. I care no, about. No, those. I, I was talking about in general any sort of animated Mickey Mouse. Like, you seen you know Steamboat Willie? Like, you've actually seen those? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of that older stuff um, out there that that's definitely enjoyable. I, I again, for me, I'm a big big animation person, so I, I have to get back though to Gravity Falls. I, I think that after you watch it, you guys are really gonna enjoy it. So I'm glad that you're actually going to watch it. Oh, I'm loving it so far. It's great. Yeah, it's a it's definitely one of those good shows, and it, it carries on the steam. So. The, the other thing, I think I'm finally allowed to talk about it. So I got to see the Big City Greens holiday special. Uh, I think it comes out December 7th. But I think, I think I'm allowed to talk about it. I sure hope I'm allowed to talk about it. Um, but anyway, it is phenomenal. So I, I guess I won't talk about the story just in case. But I'll, I'll tell you that after watching that, it is definitely a classic. It's going to be one of those things that you'll watch over and over and, you know, I know you guys probably, again, if you haven't seen Amphibia or Gravity Falls, I doubt you've seen Big City Greens. I have not. Uh, Of course not. But that being said, and when it comes to holiday shows, you might want to at least check out a few episodes of Big City Greens before the holiday episode so you can kind of understand, like, who these characters are. And then watch the holiday episode. It is really good. It is really good. I will check it out. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll put it on my list, Damon. Tom, I don't expect too much from you. Like, that was really more geared towards Katie and John. I'll, I'll be honest. Enough. Maybe Trevor, if he was around. Yeah, this is when I miss Trevor sometimes. Because <laughs> Trevor watched all the same stuff that you do. I, I Listen, I'm getting caught up. I, You know, I just got a kid recently. So, I, you know, a lot of the stuff I, I just didn't wasn't watching. I wasn't really watching. Like In 87, I didn't have any kids, just so you're aware. That's fair enough. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let me, let me, so I, I've very much enjoyed, I, first of all, I find, I find Disney Plus to be super overwhelming. There's a ton of stuff on there. 
Um, it's really not easy to find stuff, though. Like, you really have to search. You have to know what you want. Well, I, so we, we were browsing the other day, just, you know, cause, yeah, they, they show you, like, the feet, they show you, like, categories of stuff, right? It's, like, featured stuff. And, and so you don't see everything on the front page there. You gotta kind of browse through or search or, you know, I, I said to my wife, cause my wife loves Boy Meets World. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Boy Meets World is on here. And so we searched for that and found that that was there. Uh, and just some of this other stuff, you know, that is not being like featured on the main page, some of the older stuff. Um, well, you know, actually what I'm also looking forward to as well is the new Lizzie McGuire show. Like that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And that because, I mean, what you're talking about is like catching up with a character that you've seen before when she's 30. And that seems awesome. 13 to 30. How do you feel about the Monsters Inc. show? Because uh, I'm really looking like forward Monsters to that. Inc. It looks good. I don't really like Monsters Inc. What? Like I don't like the IP in general. Just in in general, you don't like any uh, like Monsters Inc. or just any yeah, pretty Pixar? much. No, no, I like Pixar. I just I'm not a big fan of Monsters Inc. All right, fair enough. I don't know. I you know what it was that that second one was so stupid that like was a Monster well, University. Like, I like Monsters University. I thought I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> no, I was stupid. I didn't like that. So <laughs> that that kind of soured me. I'm like, again, I don't mind sitting through the thing at Disney, the what the the laugh floor or whatever that is. I don't um, do it anymore because I always get picked. Yeah, I, I could understand. Um, but I, I, like I said, the first one was okay. Um, I, the Monsters University was just dumb for me. Um, so. Well, have you found like any hidden gems on there? Because I, I was watching the old X Men from the nineties. That was one of the, something I was watching. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen that as well. Um, no, not really, because I'm, I'm catching up some other shows as well. So anyone that like, again, I know we make people mad when we don't talk about Disney stuff, but Undone is really good on um, Amazon. I've been watching that, and I've been watching uh, Daybreak on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of catching up with them. I mean, neither one is appropriate for children, but. <laughs> They're both very good. They're both very good. So that, that's what I kind of been catching up on. So no, I you know again like during the day when my daughter's around, like on a Saturday, like, we'll watch some stuff, but um, nothing really hidden gem wise. Uh, we watched Sweet Life, which was fine. She didn't like that as much. But w- Wizards of Waverly Place is on there, which I'm a huge fan of that show. So that was kind of fun to rewatch a, a little bit of that as well. Katie, I think you were going to say something. I'm sorry. I was just going to say I don't remember if i've seen monsters inc 2 which probably says something about that movie yeah it does (laughs) i legitimately can't remember if i ever saw it or if i just remember the trailer but i'm with you i i don't love that i have to actively seek things out like i just want an a to z list of everything that they've got on there they have that you just have to go to the menu and click movies or tvs and then you can see a to z but yeah it's it's hard it's not it's not right readily viewable right there yeah, I agree. Um, but again, it's definitely a good effort, right? And for the price, no one can really complain. I ended up keeping, I, we had Hulu without ads and gosh darn, that's great, right? So yeah. I couldn't go back to Hulu with ads. So we just added Disney Plus and uh, there's some sort of credit that happens and all that. that yeah, yeah. What we ended up doing just because, again, I don't really want ads on Hulu. I have ads on YouTube TV. So we, again, we've been fully cut the cord for Gosh, since we moved into this house. So it's been nice. Uh, but adding another, you know, it's, it's cheap enough, but it's still, it's still, you know, another bill you got to pay every month. But I think that it's, it's worth it in terms of, uh, television, especially what's out there, especially if your kids haven't seen stuff or you enjoy animated stuff. You know, and there, there'll be some, some movies. I, again, I think it's kind of that whole thing is I don't think there'll ever be anything gritty on there. 
right? And I kind of have been digging they're, gritty. They're going to save the gritty stuff for Hulu. Like, I I feel like all the gritty stuff is going to go on Hulu. That's how they're going to use Hulu, right? Yeah, but gosh, wouldn't it be awesome to have, like, a gritty Disney villain show? Let's be honest. That would be pretty cool. I feel like some of the uh, Marvel stuff will probably that's true walk that line a little bit. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right there. I, I would agree with that. Um, some of that stuff is pretty... Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get, like, Deadpool gritty, but, you know, I don't need that, really. <laughs> that that I don't consider gritty. That's just kind of, um, I don't know what I would consider that. I'm actually, they, I've only seen the first one, and even that, where I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you did you find Rogue One to be gritty? Because I felt Rogue, like Rogue One's probably the one of the grittier Star Wars. You know, it's funny, like, I, I don't know if I liked it. Oh, really? I, lo- I, I loved Rogue One. I have this problem. I love Rogue One. I I have this problem. And and the problem is is that I don't like to watch prequels ever. Ever. If I know what's going to happen, I don't enjoy it. Especially when it's set in a universe that... Like, what was the end game? Like, I'm not usually about the story. I'm about the end game. At least for me, right? The end game was... And there is no end game. I know what happened. Yeah. But I know what happens. And if I know what happens, how good can it be? like that's kind of how I feel so while it was a good movie it didn't fully do it for me because because of that but see the thing is with Star Wars is that I don't think we're ever going to get something that's going to be ahead of the movies so the Mandalorian is kind of the best we're going to get right it's something that's set you know kind of close to where we are in the movies but somewhere that's kind of far away where it's not really related where I felt like Rogue One was already too related. Like, I know what was going to happen. And The Mandalorian, yeah. do, do I know what's going to happen? No, not really. Like, I might know what's going to happen with the First Order, but I don't necessarily know what's going to happen with these characters, right? And that's the same thing I have with Game of Thrones prequels. Like, Game of Thrones, like, listen, I read those books when they first came out. So for me, it was a little bit of a different experience. But the prequels, do I care? I really don't. Really? Yeah. Lord of the Rings is kind of the same thing for me. Like, it's going to be huge on Amazon, but I go, eh, I know what happens. Now, Wheel of Time is a different story. Now, they get Wheel of Time kicking, that's going to be a whole different ballgame because it's, it's a, it's again, it's set differently with characters we don't know. So anyway, I mean, Rogue One is okay, but I, I, I know what's going to happen. I know they're going to get the plans, right? Like, <laughs> but that's, you know, it's the whole thing about the journey or the destination, right? So I, I'm I think, all about the destination. Yeah. So you're, I, I like the journey to getting the plans. Like, cause you know, it was always just, okay, you know, they got the plans, but how did they get the plans? You know, obviously that had to be difficult. So I, I like that that movie kind of just explained that one little thing from the, you know, from the existing movies, but, but I think of a level of like grittiness and like that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was well done. And I, I think. I mean, are we going to get something like that again? Like I said, I don't think we're going to get it set in the current... Like, we're not going to get it set in current times of Star Wars. That's what I would like. So if you were to say to me, what would you really want from from a Star Wars show? Give me current line Star Wars. So, like, what do we have? Resistance is pretty close to current timeline, isn't it? Oh, I'm, I'm, asking, probably, I'm asking the wrong people. I haven't even seen Gravity Falls yet. All right, forget about it. Just forget it. <laughs> I'll stop with that line. Tre- of Trevor would right Trevor there. would know. Trevor would be here. <laughs> no, yeah. and I think I think going to your point, Damon. I think what they're doing with the Mandalorian because if you, there's a a post, and I, I think if, with the show notes we can post like a picture of it. It actually shows the timeline 
So I think what they're trying to do is, you know, Disney being, you know, forward thinking like they are as far as being a cash cow with, you know, what Star Wars is, they're setting up future movies. But I don't think that the Mandalorian is really setting up anything in the future. I mean, we already know what happened. We have two, we're going to have three movies after it, right? After what's happened there. So, I mean, you're talking about Baby Yoda maybe being set up? Like, uh, I mean, I guess that's possible. But for future movies, I, I don't know. I feel like the next set of movies after this is going to be totally different. Like, I don't know if we're even going to be dealing with the same sort of characters. I, I don't know. I would just like to see shows that are in the same sort of time as the movies, but in separate parts of the galaxy so it doesn't impact the movies where it's a problem. But it still gives me something different going on. And that's, you know, that's what I would like. But again, kind of seems like not, what not with Mandalorian, right? It's, it's adjacent to Star Wars, but not really seeming on any of the timelines. Yeah, it is. It's, it's. <laughs> no, yes, no, no, I'm it, saying it, like there, he, it doesn't seem like he's interacting with any of the, the Star Wars but, characters we know, you know? Well, not that we know yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's set before these current set of movies. So even if he is interacting with stuff, I mean, we kind of know what's already happened. Yeah, that's right? true. Right? That's what I'm getting at. Like, give me something where it's current timeline where we don't know really what's happening. And, and that makes it a little bit different for me. But that's that's just my opinion. I take so, that back I think about it's okay. Them. Oh, sorry, Dana. I take that back no, about okay. them uh, being forward thinking because I'm looking at the thing. Um, it, basically, this takes place after the Return of the Jedi before yep. the force awakens and like yep. yeah so it's resistance is on there too right don't uh, they have that on that i, I saw that yeah star graphic. wars resistance so it's the force awakens the last jedi and then resistance and then you know yeah. galaxy's edge is put in there and the rise of skywalker so yeah it's it's basically who knows what they're doing as far as like this goes i think I think the concept of the, the show is cool because I was confused when this first came out. I thought it was the story about Boba Fett because he's one of my favorite characters. Okay. Even though he has a small part in the series, um, he's just he's just really cool. So I think that like, you know, I I like I said I like the concept. I, I'm interested to see where it goes, especially everyone's losing their mind over Baby Yoda and like just Baby Yoda is going to be a cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> they put a plush baby Yoda out there. Everyone's buying. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be on eBay, which you know it'll be sold like you know Dooney and the Burke, Dooney and Burke Magic Bands. <laughs> Ooh, now that's interesting. That's interesting, right? Like, well, there'll be a, there'll definitely be a, a Funko Pop for sure, right? Baby Yoda. I will be all open over it. that if there's a Funko. Tom Pop. will open his and you know, <laughs> have his kid playing with it. Using as a teething ring, well, but <laughs> you missed it. Like we talked about, like the lightsaber experience. I basically bought. I, I started a new job, so like when Savi's workshop opened, I bought a. You know, I got into Savi's just so I could put a lightsaber on my desk. Yeah, I don't have an interest for that lightsaber for whatever reason, or the droids. I think Trevor's doing droids when he's there. He is doing but droids. I, yeah, I don't necessarily have um, a, a real. Again, this trip is all about food. I'm eating everything over in Star Wars land. Whatever they got to eat, I'm eating it. And I might be drink. listen, I might be drinking all the non-alcoholic drinks in the canteen, as many as I can get. I might get them for the kids and drink them right in front of them. Like, that might happen. I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't drink alcohol, but I, I would tell you this much. Stay away from the fuzzy tom-tom, because, oof. Yeah, I, I like I said, for, it, they're all pretty expensive in general, the drinks over there, but I'll, I'll be trying some of them. Actually, that's the one thing I do like about Pandora. I like eating over there. That's about it, though. 
Yeah, that is it is a good place to eat for sure. Yeah. Well, should we wrap this thing up? We're we're over two hours now, and this has yeah. been a, this has been a fun show. So. All right, I get to wrap it up too. I you do. Like... You get to wrap it up. All right, so we have to say thank you to Katie and John. We have to make fun of John a little bit because let me just tell you, everybody, he came on and was like, listen, I'm going to be the guy because I have all the equipment and I've been in radio and he's like running on AirPods over oh, there. So let me just tell you in the like the 30 minutes I've been back, for some reason, my AirPods are like draining rapidly. Like Apple has failed me. Wait, do you have the regular ones or the pros? I have the regular ones, which, you know, yeah. I... So, I just bought the pros recently. So. <laughs> They're not. And honestly, I, I I do apologize. I like I said in the, in the group chat, I've been uh, a walking technical difficulty it, tonight. So it, it's actually been funny for me because again, what you type to us in Messenger, and then like what we get, like it's kind of funny. So I I had fun with that. So that's great. And Katie, who is my one hundred percent my my favorite person that I've met through the podcast wow. in general so far. So it was Ouch. great. She's Aww, been, thanks. You've been super nice, and um, it was great having the both of you. So now I get to talk about the email address: welcomehomepodcast at gmail dot com. I don't know. Just I, I would say just come to the group instead, right? Like I'm all about this group. Um, I was trying to get four hundred people before I go. We're stuck at three eighty nine. We need to get some more people. But again, you can email us if you have anything to say. If um, you want to count how many times Tom says um during the episode, please email us. We'd love to hear about it. It's not all my fault. <laughs> it's not all your fault. But we would love to hear about that. Or if you really, if you have any questions for us for the next podcast. Or since I will be there for Thanksgiving, I, I know that I'm actually going to be meeting a few people already, which is kind of fun. But if you have any thoughts on what I should be eating during the Thanksgiving place or anything like that or just you know want to give me some helpful hints about the holiday stuff there please let us know and let's see on social media like i said at facebook it's at welcome home podcast what what is it again tom for the group is it like it's something stupid because tom wouldn't welcome let us home dbc it. members I, I what do you mean i wouldn't let you you can, tom, you can name it whatever we want i don't care tom wouldn't let us change it so it's welcome home dbc members now i've just given up so i just have a shortcut to it now because you know i don't have to worry about finding it ever again uh, Twitter. Actually, so Trevor did say that he might get on Facebook and post some pictures. I don't know if he'll actually get he on Twitter. He, would, but he said he would. Yeah. yeah, I think he'll be doing Facebook. Twitter is at Welcome Home Pod and Instagram. If we were younger and cooler, we'd be on Instagram a lot more, which would be at Welcome Home Picks. And the store. So the store is store.welcomehomepodcast.com. You can get everything except the hats and the polos, which I think is all anyone ever wants is the hats and the polos. <laughs> they all want the stuff that only we have. That's the, the exclusive stuff, right? So. Well, but the thing is, Katie has the exclusive exclusive. Like we don't even have the cool hat she has with the flying saucers. That's and the- true. That so. Katie's got the, the, the rare like misprint. Like it's the dollar bill that like has the one in the wrong place. So it's worth like a million dollars. That's right. I got the best one. I do have one other one, by the way. I do have another one that's busted like that. But <laughs> this is actually my fault because I sent it to Katie and I didn't even look at it before I put it in the box, apparently. So. <laughs> that is true. So like I said, guys, thank you very much for joining us. I apologize. I had to jump out in the middle and start driving kids home. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And we didn't have Katie, right? Because so John was out of the loop because he was like <laughs> all messed up with his AirPods. I had to go pick up like two kids and drive them home. If it wasn't for Katie, Tom would have just been sitting twiddling the thumbs by himself. I, I could probably just talk to myself for an hour. 
<laughs> My back hurts from carrying all this weight. Exactly. <laughs> do you guys, uh, before I, I do the final wrap up here, is there anything you guys want to plug or anything you guys want to say before we, uh, before I fi- do the final wrap up? Well, I was going to say to Damon, you know, even though I won't, you don't have to give me a hat, given that I am so tall and I, I don't know, I haven't seen a picture of you. I would love a picture of you because I'm sure you were not the tallest person in the world. So I think that would be fun. Wow. I'm 6'4". He's 6'10". <laughs> 6'10"? Yeah, I'm 6'10". Yeah. Wow. Okay. No, I'm not 6'4". But that... <laughs> um, I mean, that would be... That's a bigger bigger prize is to get the selfie so, with Damon because Damon's a ghost. Yes. Yeah. Damon is a ghost. And, you know... 6'10". So that's interesting. My my best friend growing up was 6'7". And I was always like, wow, 6'7". So 6'10 is... Dude, that's like, that's like basketball. That's basketball height. The only point. thing I've dunked, and I will say this because I've been 600 pounds, is a donut. So you should rest okay. assured. And it won't even be a Disney donut because they're not even that good. <laughs> uh, anything, Katie, for you you want to say before we go? Uh, yeah, real quick, if I could plug my art page. It's Off Kilter Art and Photography on Facebook. I'm in the process of starting an actual website, um, so follow there. But I've got different photos taken from Disney World. I like trying to take pictures of Disney from a different angle. It's like weird close-up stuff and that kind of thing. And uh, I'm starting to make some crafts out of old park maps from the early 2000s. Yeah, I saw uh, some that of I'll those. have available for sale. Yeah, I saw some of those on your Facebook. They're they're actually really cool. Thanks. That sounds really cool. Where, where was that again? Just to repeat it again. Off kilter art and photography. Awesome. Oh, I'm Thanks. I'm typing it in right now. I haven't <laughs> seen it before either. I love that idea of making like stuff out of old park maps. That's really cool. That's a, that's a neat idea. So. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find this show. Uh, you know, the good thing is if you're listening to us right now, you found us somehow. So, uh, but we are on other places. What were you going to say, Damon? Wait, are we going to get, are we going to get interesting reviews? I, you know, I hope so. Let's get some good reviews. I, did we ask about that? We, yeah, give us some reviews. We read on those iTunes. reviews. Yeah, we do read those reviews. I think yeah, it's sometimes they sometimes they make me sad. I, I think, and sometimes they make me happy. <laughs> I was gonna say that was someone's spirit animal. The spirit animal one is the best one, and it beats any other one. So no matter <laughs> how much meanness you could throw into an iTunes review, just remember someone called me their spirit animal, and you lose to that every time. <laughs> I, I was gonna say it should be a segment on the show, Damon reading dramatic reviews or just bad reviews, because I think yeah. What what is that on the the late night TV? What is it again? Uh, celebrities reading tweets. Or, yeah. 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 Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just remember, uh, just a reminder to our listeners, uh, kind of like Katie did earlier in the show. Here's our disclaimer. Welcome home podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney company and anything we say on the show is our own opinion. Uh, so please contact a DVC representative, a uh, cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Uh, a big thank you to DVC resale market as always for being our sponsors and our friends and our partners in this uh, venture. Uh, since pretty much day one, they've been here uh, as long as we've uh, been doing this thing. So uh, Wait, are they in Florida? It's like their home oh, yeah, office yeah, in they're, Florida. They're in Florida. Yeah. They're, they're in, in Orlando. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so of course, uh, wait, they're going to come then next year, right? So we're going to get them there. Yeah. We're going to get them to our meetup. So before Tom finishes too. So I, I think we're pretty solidified in on this date now, right? We're, we're looking at, I mean, we're looking at October, is it October 9th? 9th. Yeah. It's October 9th for the, for the meetup. Yeah. I think so. Disney spring, Katie and John, are we getting you there? <laughs> <laughs> 
I would love to. I have like 24 October points. Whether or not that can happen is a different question. I have yeah. like 24 Tom points Tom said he's left. paying for anyone that comes from the show. I'm just, that's what, <laughs> what I heard. That's just what I heard. What? <laughs> well, I have 24 points left between this year's UC year and next year's UC year. So I don't know. I might have to just, you know, grin and bear it and stay at all-star music in your honor, Damon. <laughs> well i'm actually so when we go just so everyone's aware that, that you're you will not see me at the parks i am actually going to universal hollywood horror night that's why i'm going in october that's how trevor actually got me to buy into this because i was like well, october again and then um one of the other fans of the show molly she was saying how good it was uh at hollywood horror nights and we had actually met her this year at one of the haunted houses in our area so she was also very nice and so she had said that we should go. So I'm definitely in on that. So it's going to be a Disney Springs meetup because then I'll be able to go and that will be fun. We're not sure we're where we're We're going to figure that out based on how many people decide it's to show gonna, up. So. It's going to be at Morimoto's, but, just, don't, but don't it's going to be tough to get into though. I mean, like Jock Lindsay. No, outside can, yeah. at the, at the food, at the food thing. Yeah. yeah, at, yeah okay. Yeah. It's going to be at the food place. I'm eating pork, uh, pork bayo bun. Not, not a chicken guy or whatever that, that place is called. I'll tell you that chicken place was not bad. Have you guys actually been to that? I have not. not I have not. I, I will say this, and you guys will get a kick out of it. Out of like the three, three or four separate dining plans that we have, the wife insisted that we go to Mor- Morimoto Asia for lunch. So this will be interesting. There you go. So you've never been before. I have not. So oh, <laughs> the, the food, the food outside is good. The thing is, they run out of stuff. So you just got to kind of yeah, keep that in mind. If we're you're... going for lunch, so this will be. It'll be like. Then not the actual restaurant, but the street food outside, oh, right? St- no, we're actually going to the restaurant because it's like one uh, of the best use for table service credit. She read online, so it's the gospel. Oh, uh, see, I, I like I like the outside place, not the inside place. Well, you haven't been to the inside place, so right, you don't you don't dislike I've seen the it, menu you though. Just... I don't. Di- yeah, you're right. I don't dislike it, but I know that I've seen the menu and the the stuff on the outside is just so good. I, I don't know if I would want to pay more to sit down for other stuff. Yeah, but it sense. could be phenomenal. Yeah. Because I like I'm the Yaki and Yeti. Go ahead, Go ahead Katie. Katie. I was just going to say, I'm with you. The outside stuff is so good. I don't need to go into the full restaurant. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> See, I, I knew I liked Katie for a reason. It's just, you know. I mean, it, it, there it was. There yeah, because it, was. it, it wasn't on Gravity Falls. That's for yeah. sure. So it had to be something. She said she's going to watch it, though. She's going to, she's uh, you know, she's going to catch up like I am. So we'll have to have you back on to talk about the, the Gravity Falls. What were those episodes again? What did we call those? The the in between episodes. Oh, the waitlist. The waitlist. Yeah, we're gonna I do miss, that again I, someday. I miss the waitlist. I miss the waitlist too. We only did like three of them, but they were great. I, I really liked doing them. So I like the waitlist a lot too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a listener, maybe get volunteers who you know post like hundred games just on the Facebook page to uh, to do you know the the waitlist. That's actually not a bad idea. Maybe we can like turn the keys over to some some fans to do some of these too. I don't know if Tom would would let the the audio quality go though. It might that's, be tough. That's true. That's true. All right, we need to wrap this thing up. This is the longest episode in history. <laughs> so, I, but I appreciate uh, Katie and John coming on. I appreciate Damon, you know, coming back after being gone for like an hour. And uh, and and so, if you're looking look for Trevor this week at the parks, uh, he's got some hats. And so, you know, he'll he's more than willing to meet up with you. And Damon will be there in a couple weeks. And and you know, we can find John too. We, we got to get John a hat. So. Anyway, uh, so thanks again for DVC Resale Market for sponsoring this episode. We always appreciate them. And, uh, of course, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion, more DVC talk. Uh, we hope to see you all real soon.
Voice in the Jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Sugar bowl.